And welcome back to ScavTalk, everyone. In today's episode, we got an exciting episode in store for you guys. I'm really hyped about it. But first, we got to do the news recap. Uh, BSG is doing some changes that they recently announced. And we'll also go over some of the armor buffs that they did not too long ago. And then I got an interesting topic about sensitivity and visibility of Finescape from Tarkov. And then finally, we're going to close out with me and Giga's top 10 weapons. For patch 12.13. Giga, how have you been doing, man? Good. I think it's actually just patch 13 now. I don't think the 12... I think the 12 oh, yeah, gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 12 you for so correct. long. We had like 12, 12, 12, 12, 30, 12 this, 12 that. I think it's, 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 all, it's all gone. No, I'm, do, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We've finally reached levels. I've like really slowed down in progression because I've been spending a lot of time doing YouTube stuff and other various things, life just getting in the way. So I've got right. some 36 now. I'm like within scraping distance of Peacekeeper 4. Mm. And I finally... I think it probably would have been faster if I'd just done normal quests, but I wanted any excuse to play Streets of Tarkov. And then yeah, my weekly rolled yeah, yeah. around, and I had 18 survives on Streets as my weekly. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So we basically spent the entire week playing Streets for 50k XP, which is like, it's a, you know, it's a decent amount of XP. It's, you know, probably three good quests or five to six very average quests something along those lines. Okay. And you get XP for playing those raids as well, clearly. But um, I, I don't know whether it really makes sense sub level 46 to do those weekly sometimes. Like that's a, that's yeah. a lot of survives. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I was playing quite carefully. So it didn't take, it didn't take too long. We, we probably, you know, I, I didn't go like super hyper rat style, but we were anytime that we were able to just take the exit, we just did. Because um, we had to rack up quite a few, right? So I did probably about six per stream um, mm. over about like, you know, a three and a half hour period on Monday, uh, when, uh, Monday, Tuesday and Thursday and then completed it on Thursday. So that was good. Um, I probably, it probably took me about like 26 raids or 27 raids. I think I probably died in about, yeah, about seven of them, seven or eight of them and then survived the rest, which is like not bad. It's like a good sort of 70% survival rate or something. And had some fun fights in in there as well, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. But I I mean I'm, I'm liking streets more and more, especially after understanding the map and like knowing where you need to go and how to leave and and things like some of the the common pathways are becoming much more obvious now, like how to move from one side of the map to the other. You know, it's like th those things that you only figure out after you've really beat your head against the wall for a while, which is good. Yeah, um, it's it, it's really coming into its own. I've been using one of the one of the guns that i've been enjoying a lot which will be clearly be in the in the list later on and i'm, I'm just about to put out a video about it the ak-101 again because it's just such a beautiful gun i'm doing that but you know i've been moving on to thinking about some other things as well um kind of the next question on my mind is like what now after 5601 so that's that's I'm, i haven't really come to a good conclusion yet so i'm still ruminating about that but that, that's sort of where i am now i want to get to peacekeeper 4 because then i can easily do all the gunsmithy stuff and it just uh, once you level 37, it becomes, it just becomes easier. Um, I'm a bit worried about this Fur Franz thing from one of the later gunsmiths. So I'm just like, let's get there, please. So that it gets locked again. Have you been progressing? You've been, you've been playing or you've been just contenting? Um, I did play a little bit. Uh, I'm on Pun Punisher Part 4. Um, I had a weird craving to go shoreline and do some questing. Like, that's, that's a weird, you know what I mean? It's like a pregnant woman wanting pickles or something. Like, it's just one of those weird cravings. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I end up just doing that. And um, I got to play like two raids before I did some more um, science-y stuff. But um, anyway, I'm looking into some sensitive stuff, which we'll talk about later. But uh, that's kind of it for me as far as progression. I'm like still 28 or something. And okay. um, 
Yeah. Quite nice to take it slowly, though. Yeah, it's more content. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you stretching out the content. But um, speaking of content, <laughs> yeah. BSG so, put out a tweet. Yes. Which exactly. shout outs to them for communicating updates, future updates, and not leave us in the dark. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Because this is yeah, not a is pretty, yeah. live update, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah, exactly. This says so it's an estimated plan of the changes, mm -hmm. fixes, and improvements. And they did they did post one of these before, so yeah. I guess this is a follow-on to that, which is which is nice. And it doesn't say when or anything, and it doesn't even give a patch. It's not like, oh, we're doing a technical update tomorrow and some of these will be included. It's just it's just random. And so we've got um, this actually I thought was going to come with the patch, the reworked and improved improve the player group system. I thought that was actually coming with the patch 13, but I guess it wasn't ready. Well, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be there so that you don't have That's to right. party up every that. time, right? I think this is the idea. Yeah. You don't have to group up every time when you leave a raid. You don't have to join, rejoin a party. Right, right. Every time you leave a raid, you're still grouped up together, like basically every other modern multiplayer game in existence since like 1998. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but um, so there's that. Um, the new version of DLSS. I don't know what that really involves. To be honest, do you know? Do you know what this involves? It's hard to say because it could be DLSS two points, whatever. Um, which is like less ghosting. I don't know. I haven't kept up. Like I remember seeing that some time ago. Um, I had to look it up. But like I, I was using DLSS recently, and like it felt really good. So I kind of think we're on that version, but I don't know. But it could be, if it's not like some, you know, DLSS 2 point whatever or 3 point whatever, I don't know what they're on, but it could be fixing the 1Xs on uh, Picture in Pictures, which would be huge, huge. Yeah, I think that's the thing that most people had spoken about. When I was just reading through people's comments on Fed, people were like, oh, what about the, you know, the 1X, the 1X thing? Because it's like super blurry, right? I, I yeah. haven't played with it enough to figure it out. And actually see it. it maybe it was because everything looked kind of weird to me anyway when I used it last time, but like I didn't really notice. And lot, but everyone's like, oh no, it's just like super terrible inside the one times. I'm like, maybe I guess. Like I, I didn't play around with it that long. And I was combining it with um the DLDSR thing. I was doing like the mm -hmm. chip wubber strategy. Are you still doing and that? So, no, no, no. I turned it off ages ago. Back before I, I need to redo it with my new CPU. Because I used to get really terrible picture in picture frame rates. Like way worse than before mm. um and I, it, the place where i wanted th this is the thing right so before when i was on my old cpu every map worked fine except for lighthouse and lighthouse was bad and lighthouse picture in picture was was really was really right. quite god awful when i did the strat when the, this like deal dl oh what the hell even is it? it's a deal dsr in the Nvidia learning. control panel yeah so, yeah and then dlss in the tarkov settings right that combination then made Lighthouse run well. Picture in Picture was still awful. Yeah. And then Picture in Picture then was ruined on all the other maps for me as well. So I was like, well, this is actually just like, this is now just worse. Now the whole rest of the game is awful with Picture in Picture. So I turned it off and never went back. After getting this new CPU, I really think I should go back and have a look at it. I need to look at some other settings. There's loads of things that I need to still do, right? It's just getting the time to do it. Like I need yeah, to actually no. look at... Yeah, there's like um, there's a program that like tweaks the the clock on the the fifty eight hundred. You can like underclock it slightly, and it actually ends up like giving you more performance because of like this this various wonder, like, weird stuff. I wonder if that's what um because I did uh, undervolting, mm. um, and that's I, one. Yeah, and it's it's kind of cool with the Ryzen CPUs because they 
they have like a target clock they want to hit, and if you lower the voltage on the all cores, you can do individual cores, but we'll say the whole CPU cores, um, they'll still boost up to that target performance. So like normally, like with Intel's, you could say like historically when you undervolt, it's mainly to reduce temperatures. Like you lose performance, and you also but you also gain in like a cooler CPU, right? Yeah. But with the Ryzen ones, they still boost up to those clocks. But it's like if there's like a relationship, it's kind of like you move down the curve, but it still like boosts up in a in a sense. It's it's pretty really cool. So you end up basically you end up the CPU still could ramps up to like one point two volts or whatever, um, but it gets a higher frequency because of that. That it's like set to run base at a lower voltage. Anywho, it's some magic shit. I did that. I also did. I matched my RAM speed with my Infinity Fabric clock speed, which is like the Ryzen Infinity Fabric. Like supposedly that's that's supposed to be a good thing you can do in certain um, scenarios. So I tried that, and then I tried the DLS or DSD deep learning DLDSR. Yeah, yeah, deep learning super sampling upscale resolution three thousand Nvidia graphics, something like that, right? I did that with the DSS or DLSS, whatever, and I tried on streets, and it like it made the game look nicer, and I got about the same performance. So and offline, and I tried an online raid. It was about seventy FPS as a scav. So I just think with I think when it comes to streets, I think you need an eight core CPU. A graphics card that can, you know, run the resolution you want to run and, you know, will. Yeah, that would probably be that. And then you need 32 gigs of RAM. And that's like the bare minimum for like playing streets and streaming above 60 FPS. I think that's like the, the, the threshold. I just come to that conclusion. I could maybe do some more tweaking stuff like, you know, fine tuning the memory clocks and the, the the timings get those timings and then you know playing with the voltage in each individual core but it's just like god who's got the time to spend you know four or six hours just to get like three percent more performance you know it's like yeah. i'm yeah, just gonna wait either. till the you know a year and the 30 or the 5800 x3d is you know 200 dollars or something 250 i'll probably buy it yeah, I th- actually, I think somebody was saying that they were on offer. Though there was like a sale on, actually. They were. On sale. Um, I was tempted, recently. but it's just you were tempted. Okay, okay. Well, they, when the new series comes out, then they'll probably get cheaper. Yeah, again, that's what I'm thinking. People are upgrading or whatever. Maybe you can even get one second hand or something. Who knows? It's true. But um, yeah, I mean, all of that stuff. Like, it's one of those things that I'm not like up to speed on it, so I have to like learn every every time I like. And and sure. I look pragmatically, right? It's like one of those things that I just don't. I'm not proactive with this stuff, and I'm just like see people talking about it i'm just like oh what is this thing and just have a look into it and like i've never done like ram timing matching or anything like that right i've done like i've done some basic overclocking like yeah way back in the day but um i'm just yeah it's one of those it's one of those things like maybe i get lazy though too so when i'm just like yeah. you stick the new cpu in and you're just like oh it runs streets to like 80 fps i'm like okay yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna right. play the game now you know like <laughs> i'm not gonna, I'm not I gonna think there's, here. yeah i think there's like some small things you can do in general that like you know help um there's like the mission returns you know what i mean like yeah, it's like yeah. you spend an hour and like you get more performance or you could spend four hours and get a little bit more performance you know what i mean but i want to try this undervolt tool because apparently that's quite easy so i might, I might actually try yeah it, it, it is i would i would look into it because i'm not sure if the if the 800 3ds are like 
like, what I read, people were doing it. So I think okay. I think it's doable, but I don't know. I'll okay. have, to, have to think about it at some point. Um, so, um, so that's DLSS anyway. So I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued. I mean, the, the thing is, I guess like the, the crux of it was when I did try it out originally, and we did speak about this a long time ago when I first looked at it, but the the main takeaway for me from the combination of doing this, right. this upscaling mm-hmm. and then DLSS and then, you know, <clears throat> putting it back onto your normal res was that the, and I think Chipper says this in his video, the anti-aliasing effect that you get from doing that is way better than the AA in the game. Yeah, so even cause... if you're using like the top AA, it's like it's just nowhere near as good as upscaling it, getting the image with you know it's like it's like small, it's fine details. It's things like power cables and the suspension bridge and the distance on well, lighthouse the, and like that stuff. The it, it's I mean this is what I do with a lot of uh, the videos that I upscale is it the 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 the, the D, deep learning super sampling upscales the image via AI and then you take. And then it downscales it back to your resolution. And then you overlay DLSS on there. So it's like you got so much like fine precision. It's like you're adding detail where previously you couldn't possibly add detail. Like it's yeah, actually really smart. Exactly. And you're using um, your CUDA core or not your CUDA cores, your RTX cores that you, you know, are idle. So it's like you, you're kind of like missing out on not using that. Like it makes a lot of sense that the main issue I had with it was for streaming my second monitor it's like things would like shift away like oh, my chat yeah like it would just move on, on back to my main monitor I'm like ah and i couldn't yeah. get it all i was so annoying to mess with i just was like and it, it really the game looks amazing but it i really didn't necessarily gain any performance that i could see in my limited testing so it's painful fringe benefits then yeah yeah um so, yeah, the next one, the one I'm most excited about, right. to be honest with you, improvements to Oculus Audio reduce the performance impact of the binaural sound system, improving sound positioning on all locations. Who knows what this is going to do? I mean, they're just going to keep working on audio, right? There's so many things to fix and repair, whatever. Like, by far the most, the single most annoying thing for me. I actually can almost, if I could pick one thing, and this is it's something I don't really see people complaining about that much, and I find it crazy. I would actually, rather than fix the bullet snapping thing first over yeah. the positional audio, like positional audio, using the landscape cues and stuff, you can sort of figure out maybe where people are. Like sometimes front back is like confusing. Turn in you your don't head really know. And... You can turn right. your head and stuff. Like there's things you can do. The bullet snapping, dude. Oh my God. Well, I feel like I'm under attack all the time. It's horrible. What's crazy is I watch people and it's like they're getting shot at and they don't even react to it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm not getting shot at. It's just like, how do you know? Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Again, like from that, you can sort of know sometimes because of the environmental factors. You're like in right. a room or you're like underground in reserve yeah. or something and there's yeah. like snapping sounds. You're like, I'm in a room with one door right, <laughs> underground. Like there's no, there's just no possible way that the, that sound is coming towards me. So sometimes yeah. you know that. But like if you're walking around outside, like it could be freaking anywhere. You could be getting shot from like wherever. Um, and it's just that, that I, I hate that. I really hate that more than anything else. It's like one of the most classic sound cues that you are under attack. It's like very, right, very important. Right. Um, and it really disturbs me because it's quite, um, also it's, it's almost like it's got that kind of jump scare factor to it yeah. as well. You know, the thing, bullets it's, coming past you, yeah. you know, hearing someone's one thing and having bullets coming past you is another. I actually think that's worse. Like it, that really does annoy me. So I really hope that they've managed to fix that. Um, and then obviously 
do the other stuff that they, they need to do for the position. Yeah, so. I would say it's definitely that's the top of my list as well as like there's something to do with like multiple walls. Uh, like you just don't hear people like the occlusions are really kind of weird. I mean, I don't know if you've seen one pig's videos on a couple different stuff, but that's really rough, man. And then the, the, the transition between, you know, where it doesn't include and then does occlude is like harsh and delayed. So, cause steam audio was actually very smooth. Like I can testify <laughs> playing on Tarkov SP where it still uses uh, Steam Audio. It's very smooth, you know. Yeah. That's actually really interesting being able to go back and yeah, like, it's so, reuse the old model. It's so weird too because you get some of the Steam Audio bugs, like the pop-ins and stuff, and it's like, oh wait, that, that that's like it's it's like you know you unlearned a certain learn trigger to ignore, and then now it's like retriggering, so it's like you know, throwing your senses all off. It's so weird. Yeah, that is weird. That is super weird. Um, okay, so the next one. Fix the majority of the cause of invisible players in raids. They already said this one time, but it wasn't... They said they fixed the main the main cause of invisibility, but the implication was that it was still going to happen. Right. I had my first encounter with the invisible bug uh, this week, which is kind of interesting. It was me who was invisible. Um, oh, interesting. I don't think it was... I'm not... I, like, I don't... I think so anyway. But basically, I fought a team of three, and one of the guys was just like, "Bro, you and you're not there." <laughs> you like bust, and I was, and I said to Chat, "I was like, this fight feels really weird." Yeah, Giga's um, like sweating. The, <laughs> They're just like the guys, walking like, around. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually going to be. I didn't actually um, end up putting in that like section of the of me to, me talking in the video, but it's going to be in the the one one video. And the first guy like jumps out the door and is just like we're both having this firefight and the second guy wanders out like that meme you know with just like the you know he's like huh and then i just like i'm shooting him and, and then he's just like running around like crazy it's like so weird um but apparently one of the guys and it was, it's interesting it was the guy who has the terrible pc so loaded in the la- loaded in right at the end um i wasn't visible on his pc but for the other two i was i was visible mm. which is kind of strange so like the fact that re-logging in, so if you if you DC it, if you well, if you just alt F4 and then re-enter into the game, that fixes it. It almost implies that there's something happening. Like if you take too long to load in, certain yeah. players, there's some there's some like hook or trigger or something that enables the rest of the character to load, but there's something that's missing, and so that player is just completely like not not visible to your your client for whatever reason. And then nothing ends up happening with, with that player. You can still die to them, obviously, but they won't make any sound. You can't see them or right. anything. It's like super, super weird. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting. But um, I wasn't sure whether, to, like, whether they were telling the truth or not, but like, because they came in my chat. I was like, oh, this is like, kind, of, kind of funny. Um, I wonder if they're just like, trying to bait me into fighting the rest of the squad or something. But um, no, I mean, I, I have no reason to not believe them. And it felt, it felt really weird at the time. I actually said, like, this, this fight feels really strange. I don't understand. Like, I didn't get hit. So I was like, oh, this is like, what's going on? This is bizarre. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was that. So hopefully they can fix that. I mean, I don't think there's any, anything really to comment on that other than just fix it, please. Yeah. It seems weird. Yeah, it's tough, man. Not only do you yeah. have trouble hearing people, but now you may have trouble seeing people. It's yeah. like the worst of, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that in the olden days there was the invisible scabs thing where, you know, yeah. randomly you'd just be getting shot at by scabs. Like some server was 
was bugged or whatever, and you'd just be taking damage from a random scav that didn't exist and stuff. So things like that have happened from time to time. But anyway. For a reason, it, it does seem worse, this patch. But um, yeah, I'm sure exactly. they'll get it all squared away. Eventually. eventually. We'll see. So the next one's kind of interesting. They've reversed the mechanics of the the quest reward skill calculation as it was before patch 13. Now, this is kind of interesting because I thought that this was a change that they had made purposefully. So what this, what this refers to is any quest where it gives you skill levels on completion. So the most notorious examples of this are obviously the ones that give you sniper skill because we usually fine-tune to get to level 9 sniper skill because that's the one that you need for Kappa, because you need to complete Psycho Sniper, which is level 9. I think there's now another one. I think the Lightkeeper quest means that you need to get to level 10, I, I believe. So if you did want to complete everything, then you still have to go one more level, so it's kind of back the way it used to be. But you get three from Mentor, from Peacekeeper, you get one from Shooter Born in Heaven, you get one from um, Target of Shooter Part 8. But what happened this wipe is that rather than giving you a level, it was giving you like a set amount of XP. So if you, I, I can't remember how much it was. It was like 70 or something like that. If you were anywhere up to, maybe, maybe it was less. Maybe it was less than that. I'm not sure now. It was giving you a set amount of XP. So if you were, I don't know, only like level five or something, that it was taking you to you know, level six and three quarters or whatever, rather than giving you three, three full skill levels if you did mentor. And I thought that the intention, the intention of this, because I did read this from somebody and I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I thought that the intention of this change was to prevent people cheesing the like progressional ordering of the questing. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you, yeah. know, you need to get like you need to use the quest rewards to get level the last levels because they're the hardest levels right, to get. Right. And you need to get regular skill XP to get to level four or five or whatever. And then you just use the quest to boost the rest through <laughs> because yeah. of the you know, it goes twenty or thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred to go up those different levels. Right. I thought that was the intention. Apparently not. Apparently it was just a bug. Um, they changed the UI so that it did actually tell you what was going to happen before they fixed the actual bug. Because because these days, now it says, like, you will get 0.7 of a skill level or something. So depending right. on your level of sniper, it now tells you that you're only going to get 1.8 points if you complete mental or whatever. And that depends on your level. So they did that so that it wasn't misleading. But now they're reverting it back and putting it back the way it was. Who knows how this got caused in the first place. But I, I thought it was intentional. But yeah, apparently not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of assumed it was a bug, but again, I, I, the theory you presented was a pretty sound theory in my book. Sounds like, you know, something they may do. Yeah. So Exactly. So don't, so don't hand in any of those quests still. Don't hand any until they fixed it. We don't, like, this isn't fixed yet, and there's no timeline on when this is going to be, be done. So hold off on, try, yeah, unless, unless you really need to, or unless there's, you have an alternative way of getting that XP and you don't really care, then just hold off on handing in any of those Shooter Born in Heaven, Tarkov Shooter Part 8 mentor blah 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 unless you really don't care and you're going to get the sniper skills some other way yeah hold off on that for now fix the fence reputation calculation for killings of watching scars i'm not even sure what the issue was to be honest maybe you didn't get a negative or maybe it's too much or maybe it's too little i don't really know next one no for that. fix for icons and visibility of loot ammo attachments and the trading and stash interfaces okay Maybe it's like the visual bug where it's like a bunch of like destroyed pixels <laughs> where yeah, the yeah, items like, should be. It's like it's like um it's like gray like blur like blurred yeah. out weirdness on stuff. But okay, various fixes weapon weapon animations frozen hands after using medicine. I actually had this 
um after I, and i had but i had a bunch of lag i got um it was partly my internet and partly the packet loss like desync on streets and I was in the middle of using a car first aid kit and Ooh. it never finished. It just went on forever. And the guy was just like bandaging and everyone was just like mummification in chat. It was quite <laughs> funny. But I had to I, I had to like lie down behind something and then alt F4 and then come back yeah. in because I literally just like infinite medical animation. So that did actually happen to me. So that that is quite interesting. Um and then yeah, fixed possibilities of actually still atta- attacking players, even with an active transmitter. That sounds incredibly frustrating, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> Not that any of us are really going to ever get to Lightkeeper, so who cares? Yep. <laughs> so I think that's, I think that's that. Um, mm-hmm. Bug fixes, really, you know, they're, they're the most welcome things. Maybe I'll fiddle around a bit more DLSS, but yeah, I'm just, it's just, yeah, it's good. And I like the fact that they're giving these little roadmaps a nice, nice change of pace. Yeah, for sure. Uh, don't stop doing that, please. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Exactly. Um, so the other changes then. So the armors. What do you think about the armor changes? So what 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 do we get this time? We got the is this this time we got the Zabralo and the the big Thor, the big level six Thor, and then the Redoot T five. So this comes off the back of a few other changes. Um, right. Last time did we? And which I think we spoke about before, didn't we? Did we? I believe? Yeah. So most likely. <laughs> yeah. So the the Thor and I did I did do a video on this like yeah. with my thoughts on it, but um, the Thor armor already got buffed once, mm-hmm. and so this is this is the second buff. The Redoot T five was like matched by the Gen four full in the previous update, so now the Redoot T five is again number one, um, and uh, the Zabralo now is like crazy. Yeah, if you can protect, if you can not get shot in the head and not get leg metered. Zabralo oh, yeah. will protect you like an absolute beast. It's it's it really is quite something. Yeah. It really is quite something. I like I was surprised. Yeah, no, Zabralo I think Zabralo is insanely good. Um I would run it if I could. The T5, I would also run depending on pricing because it's a barter. I think they need to reduce the price of the other armor. I don't even know what it's called, yeah. the Thor. Thor. Like, the it's Thor. it's such a weird like it's good, yeah. I guess, but it it needs a. That's kind of the thing. Is like I like that they're buffing some of these armors, but like some of them, like because I watch your video too, and like economically, a lot of them are just like, yeah, the six zero cents. It doesn't like it needs to be buffed like five more times before it ever makes any sense, you know? Yeah, four twenty, four twenty rubles, too much. The yeah, meme, the meme number, but it's you know it's, it's too much, too much money. Because the Zabralo, there's about like four different barters for the Zabralo. And the cheapest one is like just over 300k, I think. Can you and buy it with rubles also? No, no, you can't. But okay. um, they're, all, they're all barters, but there's like three, yeah. there's three ways of getting it. Um, and it's just, it's just straight up better than the, the Thor. I mean, there's a little bit of extra move speed that you get from the Thor, but for the, the price is the wrong way around. You know, it should be, the Thor should be, let's say 300k, I think. And then it would be, you know, then it would be a, maybe a, Maybe a choice that you, that you might want to make. The, the amazing thing about Zabrada, and I'm just going to triple check that I'm not, that this is actually true and that I'm not wrong on this before I, before I say, but um, let me just get my, get my little, little information on the list here. Yeah, so the crazy thing about the changes that they did with the move speeds and stuff is that the Zabralo now feels like, it's actually, it actually is slightly better, it feels like the Corund used to. Which is crazy, right? Speed. It's nuts, right? And the Corund, like, it felt a bit sluggish. Yeah. 
It felt a you bit slow. You could feel it, but it was okay. It was right. manageable. Now there's a Brallo feels like that. Like, which I mean, I, I think, man, if you get enough, like, enough points, like level 10 is kind of that sweet spot where you want to be because then anything past that, it's going to be 100 points, which is going to take forever to level up. Because when you're leveling your skills, it all, it's always like 10 points is level one, 20 points is level two. It's very linear until you reach level 10 where, you know, it's 100. Anything else past that is always 100. Level 11, 15, 13, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So at that point, I think once you get level 10... You're talking about heavy armor skills specifically. Heavy armor skills specifically, yeah. It's, I would like start leaning towards running, trying to run these. Um, like specifically probably the, 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 the T5 Redux. Because um, the yeah, barter's pretty good, really good on though. it, right? It's quite cheap, right? It's always been quite cheap because it's like thousand power cords. And I mean, you know, it's yeah. I just I I kind of think this. And if you ever do get to max, uh, what's it called? Heavy vest skills. The perks on it are really good. You're reducing the movement speed by like twenty five percent, I think. The, the penalty. Yes, so that would take it to about 13 move speeds, negative. 12, 13 on the Zabralo. Pretty good. I mean, that's where we, where we used to be, because I think it used to be like 35 or something, or 36. It was basically double, yeah, it was 35. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, what was I going to look up? Oh yeah, skills. Uh, I forget what the elite's skill is. I know it's... Just something... it up. Is it, this is the do not apply what uh, yeah, don't apply wear during a repair 50% right. chance and the other one def- the chance to deflect a bullet from heavy <laughs> armor like we still don't know what that actually means uh, that just sounds busted that's all of I yeah I could sounds like it we gets could probably ricochet figure chance. it out at some point sounds like it gets ricochet <laughs> yeah which is just like dude I mean the the light best one some people I think like Rangar was saying that's really good in his opinion I don't, I, I don't know. Like to me, it doesn't sound that good. Body parts covered by light armor are immune to bleeding, which like typically light armors they usually are like chest only most of the time. Sometimes you get stomach as well, but there is no light armor that covers arms. So like, but you're immune to bleeding. But like the bleeds, like a light bleed is like, I think it's like point three five, like damage like hp per second like it's so minuscule though the heavy bleed you kind of need to like you know you need to deal with at some point you can pop a propital to basically negate it more or less basically so i was just gonna do a quick fact check because i was like oh i wonder if that's actually true there is a light armor with arms protection oh really oh it's gonna be the osprey it's the osprey it doesn't have stomach i know i know i actually that's actually that might be okay the osprey of light armor max yeah that might be okay it might be okay because then you don't get any arm that's probably what they were talking about maybe i remember correctly now but anyways yeah as you say and that goes up to minus 30 percent on the move speed yeah, uh, but it's bonuses, like, they're so. already lights to begin with. Like, who cares if I'm yeah. taking a 30% reduction off 3%? You know, it's like... Yeah, the worst possible move speed on light armor now is 9. It's got to be the Osprey, isn't it? <laughs> the Osprey is 8. The worst one is 9, and that is the Untar. The blue level oh, 3. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know why that one's so bad. <laughs> I don't know. The I'm turn really speed's sure. pretty bad, too. 
Yes, minus six. Yeah. But, I mean, for a light armor, it sucks. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's low, right? So the, the best that you're... So if, assuming you're running the Osprey at 8%, so it's going to be... Th- yeah, so you're going to be 2.4% move speed off off of that. So it'll be 5.6 rather than 8%. I mean, it's, I don't think you're really going to notice. Yeah. Anyways, I've been trying to level up. Avis, I think I'm on like four right now, oh, but eventually... level four. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. like I like it's because I don't know how you level it. It's sometimes it's not reliable if you repair armor too much, it doesn't level up. Blah blah blah. If you don't re- give repaired enough points, it won't level up. So you really gotta like, I think cheesing it, you know, basically just throwing rubles at the problem is how you would level it. Additionally, you need stash space as well to be efficient of your time. So yeah, it's kind of one of those like late thing things you can grind out, which I think exactly. Rengar did the light fist one that way, and he was like, you know, ten million rubles later, however much it cost him, he got it. Yeah, because um, there's like two guys in my Discord who have been doing light vests as well, um, mm-hmm. and again, they've just been like buying from fence. They've been buying yeah. the six P two, I think, the class two light vest, and just repairing that over and over. But like, I, I don't know anybody that's got heavy yet i haven't seen anybody with like heavy elite because it's, it's so much harder yeah there's a lot less like they're the just more rig. expensive as well but like, there are no class twos that are heavy vests mm-hmm. you've got to get like you've got to find them on fence too right it's just like yeah. there's just less of them there's the 6b5 u lay that's the class right. three rig that you can buy the first rig and the 6b23 which no, is no, the no. propane vest is the u lay light the the class three rig the tan one it's heavy it's heavy oh is it okay i thought it was huh yeah should be anyway uh, that's the class three one, right? I mean, I'm gonna look it up now. B, have a look. Which one's this one? No, that's the class four. They both got a very similar name. Um, six B five. I think it's called the six B five sixteen. Don't know, honestly. Um, but the oh, other diaper now. rig. Yeah, it's the the other one. The other one, the first one, because no one uses the first one. That one always comes up. Um, do do do. Yeah, it is heavy. It is heavy. Ah, oh, okay. So, but the thing is, like, I don't think you ever find them on fence. That's the that's the thing. You want to find them on fence, so you can repair it and sell it back to Ragman. That's the easy way. Right. You want to just buy all the armors and and sell it back. Depends on how aggressive you want to be too. But like most of them, are in class four or higher, which means that they're then really expensive. Yeah. Like. 6B3TM and stuff like that. Like they come up on on fence, but the rest of them don't. You know, it's like the Eclipse, the M1, the M2, the TV110. Mm-hmm. Like you're never going to find those on fence. Yeah, they're just it's... never going to appear. So it's much harder um, to grind out. Yeah, yeah, but probably more, probably more worthwhile. I would think so, but it's hard to say for certain until we know exactly what does yeah. chance. What's the chance? Is it like point point? Mm-hmm. Sorry, point zero zero one percent. Then, yeah, well, <laughs> the guarantee not bleeding it might be better. But oh, and and you get the actual enhancement potential. You know, when you do the repair, is that true? So never for... mind. Never mind the actual vest. But I mean, yeah, you can get you can get. Um... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot you about get this. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. So if you do if you do the incremental repair, right, and you can repair it in little bits. If you just go like repair, 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 you can repair like tiny increments until you get one. <laughs> it's such a weird which is kind of stupid. It's so weird, yeah. But like, that but makes... when you get one, 
when you get one, you don't want to repair it again, right? So you have to like, yeah. you kind of want to do like a big jump and then go like little jumps to the end. So it's like, oh, it's still kind of okay. But but... Some armors you can't repair, like they repair poorly. So you have to you do like wide gaps. You have to do one big chunk. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's just like, it's so weird, but maybe it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's like the enchanting table. No, it's very weird. It's, it's very weird. So that's, so that's that. I mean, I think that it will be really good later. Yeah. But you, and as I said in the vid, right? You're gonna have to cover your head, otherwise, it's always it's kind of been the same way with these previously, I guess. But it's just a real shame to get shot in the face. Yeah, these things. That's true. You bait. Yeah, I don't know. It might like if you could get a Zabrala for two hundred k. Is it the then worst thing maybe. in the world if you wear a U-lock? Yeah, then maybe it's all right. I mean, sometimes they get a bit cheaper, right? It's like the Thermite and the TNT right. bricks one that that normally that gets cheaper. Like, pretty good. Yeah, right. Right now it's um, the arrays and the relays. That was the one that was the cheapest one because Thermite mm. and TNT is expensive for some apparent reason. I haven't looked into all the barters and like what's driving those prices. I haven't I haven't checked yet. But last wipe, sometimes those could be really cheap, and you could grab one for like mid two hundred k's or something using the Thermite thing. Once everyone stopped like buying off the fleet. So it could be good. It could be good. Same thing as we were saying with the, the Redute. You know, the Redute will still, you'll still get killed. But the problem with the Redute is because it's class five, you'll still get killed by 762 BP. It's annoying because it starts yeah. with a 50% pen chance. So you just, you still die no matter how much durability you have. It's like, it's like when you've got the trooper on, you know, you've got the, you've got the Hycom trooper and you're just like, oh, you know, this thing, like it's got so much durability. It's crazy. And then somebody turns up with FMJ and an MP7 and they've got, you know, an 85% chance to pen. And you're like, yeah, it's got loads of durability, but you'll die in three hits. So, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, I, I don't, it's because it is so threshold, um, the system that is, it kind of, sometimes it makes these things feel not that great. Like, sometimes the difference between one class five and, and the other class five is nothing between certain, you know, ammo types, namely, yeah. the example you just presented with BP and class five armor. So yeah, it's, I kind of wish that was different, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I almost wish that the, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's not true, but I, I almost wish that the armor class kind of scaled. It would make it much more nuanced. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That would, that would so be like, pretty cool. So you could say like, oh, it's class five, but like maybe it'd be in a, I mean, I'll make this about it even more insane, but you know, just like maybe there'd be a range or something, or some of them would be like a bit higher, some of them a bit lower. So it'd be like class five and a bit, like a bit under, like 4.8 or whatever. So then, because like in, in bullets, and this is, but this is the thing, because in bullets, we have the full spectrum of penetration. And then we have people, you're able to like pick and choose the specific rounds to match the very, because they're very quantized chunks, the armors. It's just like, Four, five, six. Whereas the penetration, you can pick like anything from thirty to sixty. You know what I yes, mean? So you exactly. can then like pick specifically the ones that are going to defeat these like various the very chunkiness of the of the armor. So it'd be yeah. kind of interesting if the armor was a little bit less quantized and a bit more spread um, but, and had had some more variability to it. But I will say, because of that relationship between the bullets and the armors and how the penetration basically the the bullets penetration is rated off the armor type in a sense yeah um i think it's great that they're restricting a lot of the high tier ammos because now it's like when you find bp and raid it's like holy crap i can now 
deal with class six like it's just like an instant upgrade you know or if you craft it i guess you know stock it up like it's i i kind of like that it's more restrictive i think it's a good thing so i hope that they refine that concept more and yeah i agree it. i agree because like even though i'm using bp as an example mm-hmm. like when i was using the Redoute t5 previously you'd run into bp all the time and die exactly whereas now you're much less likely to run into it exactly like you might do, you might do sometimes but you're more likely to run into other things like things i've been killed with recently flechette five six they want a lot of five six they want um and you know, i'm running five six they want myself um i've been killed by m80 um what else i'm just trying to think of like some yeah and i've been killed with uh bt as well so there's like a lot of those kind of like upper end mid-tier rounds mm-hmm. The class five actually does really well against those, you know. Like a Redoute T five is going to do amazingly against all of those bullets, actually. Um, even yeah. the chest, it'll kind of protect you a bit, um, which is cool because yeah, you're not just like immediately dying to the like high the high tier rounds anymore. And like it, it's funny because all of those rounds that are good, and this kind of like this kind of hit me when I was making the video and looking at the Zabralo and just being like, what can you actually pen with this thing? And I'm like, oh my god, you can actually only like. There's like five rounds you can yeah. actually even access. And only one of them you can buy, and it only fits basically in the SVD as like a useful gun. <laughs> it's like, this is insane. Um, this is actually like really difficult to get access to any of this stuff anymore. So now it's like, it's not even the case of, oh, well, but I could be killed by 5, 5A1 or BP or this or that or the other. Well, 5, 5A1 is like sold out all the time and it's PC before. If you want BP or you want 300 Blackout AP or you want SNB or whatever, they're all built in the workbench. You have to decide which one to make. Like you mm-hmm. can't just be sitting there reset, restocking them all. Mm-hmm. You can only pick one because they take like 10 hours. Mm-hmm. So you can only be making BP or 300 Blackout or SNB or whatever other ones, yep. M61, like whatever. You can only make one. And that time gating, I think, is really important. I think the time gating thing is actually more important. We talked about this a bit before. I think the time gating thing is more important than the money, actually. Even if they're expensive, I think the time gating is the thing that's going to restrict the ammo because that stops the cycling. You know, it, re- it really limits the amount of this top tier stuff that you can get per, per reset. And that's an implicit massive buff for these higher tier armors that previously were really good, really high durability. But because everybody just used the meta ammo that defeated those armors, right. It just ever just buttered through but now it's not the case of like oh just use the best ammo just always spend the money on the best ammo because it's right. always worth it now it's like oh god like i just can't really anymore like i have to make a decision on what to do if i want to change my weapon then like I, I haven't built the meta ammo i haven't crafted the meta ammo for that one anymore like it, it's it's tough it's tricky and i think yeah this this is good for these armors too so we'll see we'll see i'm, I'm i think we might be seeing more of the more of them appearing raids and stuff but um i think for the headshots I think too that's where the the nuance comes into play with the different armors of the same class is like because you are seeing a lot more of these mid tier calibers like your five six eight ones that only have like thirty six pin or whatever it is and you're rocking a class five now the difference between like a Karun's and a Redux T five is huge it's very yeah. impactful um, yeah. whereas with seven six two BP it's just like they're the same <laughs> so exactly I, I like i like how this is stacking up and i'm excited to see although i do i'm looking at this zabralo barter is right now and it's you know tarkov markets quoting it for like just right around 200k and i feel like there's a zabralo problem looming <laughs> in the, the wind which one the asa the, relay asa relay is like 200k 
Yeah, two hundred and oh no 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 that's that's I'm sorry that's that is profit I'm reading that wrong it is three hundred twenty k so that hey, is okay. yeah the same. all right fine. never mind crisis fine, averted fine. good good but yeah this kind <laughs> of um that is a very interesting point because that brings me sort of back round to the the point that I touched on earlier but didn't really elaborate which was the I'm using five six a one and I've had a few a few fights now where. People are spongy. Yeah, like, hmm. I can imagine. I'm like thinking, how oh, this thing's like it's routine and it's all right, but the fights are lasting a long time. Like I need to start bringing it. I had one particular, I had one particular fight, which I, again, like anyone who watches the video will see, um, where three magazines for the AK101 is not enough anymore. <laughs> if you're mm. using five six A1, it's not enough, especially if you want to do suppressing fire and like you know pre-fire and whatever, like. I ran out of bullets big time because people just take so much longer to die if they're wearing class five and you're not, if you're not hitting a headshot, because some of the fights are really chaotic. You just hit all the headshots and like, obviously it's easy. So that, that brought me back to the question. of just like, okay, what next? And so I've been like playing around with some ammo. Cause I actually have, I was looking through my ammo boxes, basically just like, what have I picked up so far? Cause like, I've not used any of the meta ammo cause I've not had any meta guns and it's not the meta of the armor hasn't really justified it. Right. We've been in the class four, armor zone up yeah. until relatively recently i would say that things started moving towards class five at the kind of like edges like the upper edges of pvp um when you meet certain groups or whatever like i'm meeting people who are max traders and stuff and so that a lot of people are moving into class five now more so maybe in the last week i do think this last week i've seen it a lot more than anywhere else and that's like seeing class five shooting at people and they're not dying and, and all this stuff so i'm like okay but I had to look through a load of my boxes and I'm like, yeah, I've actually got a bunch of BP that I never thought was justified in using in the you know, stock AKMs and that kind of thing. So let's start using that. So I've been using like the 103 uh, with a bit of BP in it, but it's, it's not really that, it's not that easy because, yeah, like what are we going to go to now? Like they restricted, they restricted all of the 760 by 51 NATO weapons last wipe. Now you can't buy the ammo for it either. So I'm not a peacekeeper four, so I can't buy M80. So I have yeah. to decide, like, okay, am I going to craft M80 and then buy an SR for, like, 150k and then mod it for, like, 250k right. and then use M80 in it, which is, like, 41 pen? It's actually not going to fix my Class 5 problem. Like, it's... It's so much it's more like, difficult. And it's I think so that's, much more difficult. I think that's a good thing. It's, it's so good. It was previously uh, not very difficult. You had a lot of options, but there was clear winners. Like, you know. Yeah. And... Everyone was running the same thing, and it was just not very diverse and interesting. But now I think it's like doing this top 10, which I'm really excited to get into, by the way, the top 10, our top 10 picks for weapons, this patch, it was extremely difficult, Giga, extremely difficult. And I'm, I'm not even 100% satisfied with my list, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not really at the end. I, this, like the, the end stuff for me is a bit like, that's where I, I have some question marks. So. For sure. Same here. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I think that's pretty much the recap on Tarkov as far as changes and whatnot. Um, the important stuff. I did want to jump into a short segment on two interesting things I've came across. One sensitivity visit. I'll, I'll deal with the visibility first. So someone um by the name of Art is War, I believe. Um, he made a an app. It is a a GUI of sorts um, 
where basically you can you can do this in Windows. You can basically apply LUTs to your Windows. Okay. And LUTs, for those that don't know, it's basically like a preset of color correction. It's like the church's scuff, low effort way of explaining to it. There, there's a higher level of knowledge. I don't really have all the details. Artist War probably could easily explain that for you. But you can check out his YouTube channel. He's got a video. Trey featured it, and I think Dell here is supposed to feature it. But I just watched Trey's today, and it's actually really cool because with the GUI, it makes it a lot easier to like change between LUTs versus like Windows. You got to go into the settings, and right. it, you know, you know how Windows settings can be, right? It's just like sometimes digging for this stuff is a nightmare. But he made LUTs for Tarkov as well. Like he did Warzone, which I guess was like a field that he's you know interested in, but also Tarkov because he's got some Tarkov friends and whatnot. So he's got one for like interchange and then like a generic one. And it looks great. You know, you have the advantages of not using post effects to like tank your frames. And you get basically like what I would do in like DaVinci Resolve, which is what he did as well. Um, he just did some color corrections, you know, boost the shadows, uh, you know, change to hue a bit, you know, maybe this, that, and the other. And you get a better look at picture. I mean, there's some cost to it in the picture in that, you know, when you have less color information boosting these different channels and stuff, it, it gets, starts to look a little crunchy, you know? You know, have you ever seen a deep fry mean? So you, you can't go, it's not going to magically fix it, you know what I mean? But I think it's a really cool thing he's, he's done. It's like, dude, this is genius. Like, the fact that he also made it, because like, it never really occurred to me, but you could do this without having a nap but it would be really painful to like do it through windows every time and switch your maps but now that's a gui you can just like select you know the, the preset you want to press enter and apply it it's like dude this is great and there's yeah it's it's really cool you need to check it out um i'm gonna look into it more but shout outs to art is war for that that's really interesting yeah so okay but i haven't even i have like this is like passed me by completely so it's it's I guess the, as will be some people being like, is this like you know, is this like reshade? You know, that got blocked by BSG. You know, is this mm-hmm. is this is this is this like is this cheating? Like, where's the borderline? <laughs> you know, like that's that's probably the the question that some people ask. I mean, yeah, it sounds to me like uh, it's it's one of those things where if you do, and we've been through this argument. Ages ago, when we talked about mm. like cheating and hackers or whatever, if you if you define cheating as using any third party stuff outside of the game to get an advantage, yeah, then that means you're not allowed to use the brightness and contrast settings on your monitor, and everyone needs to be shipped right. to the identical it's... monitor to play Tarkov, right, and stuff like that, which is just like obviously stupid. So it does seem it does feel that sounds to me more like a you know a color correction on your monitor type setting thing. Than anything else like you're the, you're not getting more information out of the game you're just displaying right. it in a different way so for me that probably feels okay i mean obviously i have to go and look at it but um i mean we have post effects in the game too so that, you know there's there's ways to like mess around with the, with the colors in in certain ways so i have to go i have to go and look and see exactly like how it works and what what difference it makes but as you said right you can't crank it it's not the magical fix for everything it just makes things look a bit better so it's probably yeah. very welcome it's i mean i think you said it well it's like i really am not concerned about it if they really wanted to they could attack this program right but like 
the program is literally just doing the manual work for you that you would going through windows you know what i mean yeah. it's 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 a use it's a user interface essentially that probably applies it to the registry where the the LUT is stored at but like it's like i've changed my LUT on my monitor and it and it's it's really annoying like i've never done it before and it's really annoying um because <laughs> i did it for like trying to get optimal color balance and and whatever for my monitor but like in my case my monitor is actually really bad for brightness like it's nits i think it's called is like kind of like really shit i mean most tn panels are um actually this isn't a tn panel though <laughs> but it's an ips like it has like good color but the, the brightness isn't that great so it's like i mean when you think about it like sometimes i'll literally be like guys i need to turn off my monitor like turn off my light and i'll turn off my light when i'm streaming and playing <laughs> like the camera's just like shadows and you can yeah. see like my glasses from the light bouncing off but i can Into actually dark zone. but yeah but i can like actually see because it's like my monitor is so low in brightness oh. you know it doesn't really like the blacks and whites are just like all off and it's hard to see so anywho i just i say i had to say if they really wanted to they could target this but it'd just be such a foolish thing to do because you could easily circumvent it by just not using the app and doing it manually. Like if you're not, yeah, you know what I mean? This is like a built-in windows feature. I think it's a really genius thing you can't with. And then and the other pro is like, it's zero costs virtually because it's, mm. you're not modifying. Like that's the thing with like reshade. I can understand why they had issues with like reshade stuff. Cause honestly, a lot of games, they like, I even think rust had, I'm not even sure if they do support it now, but there was a time in rust where, people basically could see in the dark with all the reshade effects and stuff. And their solution was, well, we'll just make night pitch black. Like, you know, there is no <laughs> gradient, you know, kind of like how dark and darker is like, it's just, it's just pitch black. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to look into it. I think it's, I think it's like a genius thing. It came up. This is kind of what I want to do with sensitivity. Let's talk about so I want to make an app for sensitivity and I've been digging oh. into it and my god giga does the rabbit hole get wider and deeper as you go so for those that don't know you're if you set your sensitivity to point two for aiming and then also to point two for ADS it is not one to one okay it is off furthermore depending on what site you use this includes iron sites it is also different the ratio is different. Furthermore, within the actual Tarkov uh, items, different sites, optics, etc., there's actually a built-in sensitivity modifier. So BSG actively put one in, and they kind of just a, like a what? What, what kind of thing? And the, guns. the sites themselves have a different, and guns not, have a different mm, sensitivity. I think guns are the same across the board. I'm not positive about okay. that. But sites, sites, I can definitely say for sure. I am definitely positive about that one. And, and, and they're ki it's kind of like whatever they felt like doing, there's not really any rhyme or reason. For example, the, uh, well, I, I can't say for sure, but as of a couple patches ago, um, the MRS is like, most of the 1Xs are the same, but the MRS is just like an extra 50% higher sensitivity. Why? Nobody knows, but that's... that's I, anyways, I got... Suffice to say, I got a lot of homework to do. A lot of homework to do. Because I've been, mm. like I said, I've been digging, falling down the rabbit hole. I was like, oh yeah, this will be easy. I'll just do a couple of things and change this and that. And like, I didn't expect iron sights to be different than a 1X, you know? Why is that different? Yeah. How does FOV affect it? 
um, the fact that different um, you know sites affected. The other issue is because how this all started is I played Tarkov SP. Someone made a mod where it's it using C Sharp, which Unity uses. It runs a plugin that kind of like circumvents all this stuff and fixes everything to where it's one to one, where you're aiming or you know aiming down the site or not aiming down site using different sites whatever and using that i was like wow this makes things feel so much easier to aim with because i i i when i was playing the other day using my aks 24 ub on customs trying to shoot scavs in the head i was having the hardest time just like trying to track the moving target while ad you know what i mean it's just like and i'm like I, it's probably like a little bit of skill issue because I haven't played that much, but it also really it feels like it really shouldn't be that much of an issue. And then I know from playing Tarkov SP, I was just like blown away how easy it was to like, I felt like Shroud, dude. It was insane, you know? And for me, it's like very natural to have these things be one-to-one. Yeah. You know, it's just like that's just how I played games growing up, I guess. I don't know. But the fact that it's not is really throwing me off. And I looked at some other people's different settings. And like Landmark, his is, he's got the same ratio. And the only thing I can think of there, like his is like, because I think he plays at 4 in DPI and his in-game settings are like 0.42 for both Hipfire and ADS. And the only thing I can come up with is like, he's just a god gamer. He's got 6,000 hours in the game. You know, he runs the same gear every, every raid. They're basically the same sites, like the same two to three optics. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just like, he's just got... The muscle memory, he's just like over overcame it, you know. Me, I I'm not there yet, so I I need every little help I can get. So, long story short, what I want to do is create an app where you basically plug in your gear, you know, what site are you using, you know, blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah, the armor, the helmet, all the, all the armor stuff. and the helmet stuff isn't that big of a deal necessarily because it only affects the, the turn speed modifier only affects when you're hip firing, not when you're ADS. But really? Yes. Which is that is that hundred percent? Yes. 100%, sure? Yes. You could test it. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect I, a, actual I know. ADS sensitivity. I know. It's only hip fire sensitivity. I know. But that makes <gasps> but that makes things even more complicated because like that makes it worse. That makes it so much worse. Yeah, right. The ratio changes when you between your I know, it's really annoying. So like not only do you you basically have a hip fire modifier. So you have a ratio between hip fire and what site you're using. And then you have a modifier on your hip fire. I need to write a formula for what to, how much of a debuff percentage you have. So the idea oh is God. like you select all your gear, like what site you're using, all the variables, you know, if FOV matters, I'm not sure if it does yet. And gear, and then you hit enter and it gives you values, you copy and paste them in and then boom. You're, you know, you got one to one now until you change your until you die the first 5 minutes loading in the raid. <laughs> then you got to like a new gear set but that's the idea because i just like i so i actually messaged the guy too the the guy that made them on and i was like hey i got some questions <laughs> please help and uh he's really cool I, i'm looking forward to, to chatting like you know pestering some more but um 
the it it's because he fixed it using the same programming language and BSG already has some legwork done by giving the scopes individual um sensitivities like you could make a mod where or not a mod I'm sorry you could you could make the game the Tarkov game where 1x's 2x's 3x's 4x's whatever are like all settings within your things and you have sliders and you would modify yeah, like in PUBG or something right you they could do that if they want it's you know it's an option um there's tons of different things they could do but for me man just having it one to one you know it's just like that's just, i mean regardless of the armor debuff change like fine keep that in you know make it not one to one but just like if they did that, man, it would make for me it would make the game so much more uh what's the word? I don't even know. Like enjoyable, Distant? playable, uh <laughs> realistic. Which so which bit which bit? The the ratio thing. Yeah, just just having the yeah. ratio like when I first played the game, I just automatically assumed if I put point two and point two in both slots, it'd be one to one, right? But it's not. And it's like you know who's got the time to sit here and do all these tests and calculations to figure out the ratio? So I just bumped it up a few points to like feels good, but like it never really does feel good because it's always slightly off. Because you have to use they only give you two decimal points to to play with. Like you can do two point uh, zero seven. You said it in the config. You can, and this is where it gets crazier. So supposedly, I gotta test it some more. But supposedly, you can do multiple decimal points in the config there's like a for those don't know it's just like your you have like your key bindings your graphic settings your sound settings these are all different files it's just essentially it's just instructions i think they're it's called text file usually right they're yeah, yeah. Text it's, it's file not then... you're not hacker manning anything or nothing yeah. like that like this literally like when, stored in that and stuff just yeah, like stuff it's, that, yeah it's it just tells you it's just settings for how your game runs essentially and you yeah, and you can change it in the menu, or you can change it in a text folder, right? But the supposedly you can put multiple decimal points, and they work. But if you change any setting, it resets it back to two That's decimal it. points. So I got okay. I need to verify that because I didn't. This is like old information from like you know Reddit posts three years ago type of stuff. <laughs> the other one last tidbit interesting thing rather is there's settings for turn x turn y look x look y there's also move x and move y let me talk about the move stuff first so move x and move y this is interesting and i think this is why circle strafing works and why holding down a and d forces you to walk to the right via a is 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 ignored essentially is because they split it up by negatives and positives so i believe when you have like uh move x right it's on the x-axis left and right let's say then you underneath that category you have a child which would be uh positive and positive is the associated key would be D. 
So when you press D, it's a positive X value that moves you in the right direction, essentially. And then negative move X would be A, which moves you to the left. And I right. assume when you press them both together, a negative and positive equals a positive? I don't Maybe know. You add, so I don't know. Or like one should counter the other. I don't know. It's, that sounds, it just sounds like kind of like an ordering or like a priority logic issue. I think It could be that as well. You perceive the other. I just think it's weird. I've never seen this before. And maybe this is like a unity thing because maybe like the base, you know, your make your first game now. Like the base package is like built for controller. Because that's the other thing is like, why do you need to look X and look, look Y and turn X and turn Y? That's more for like analog sticks, right? Like one's for looking, one's for turning. Anyways, I don't know, yes. but yeah, because the the look at and looks why I do nothing. Like I'm pretty right. sure, but anywho, um, so I think that's why circle tracing works is because normally, at least at least in my experience, games like FPS shooters when you have like movement keys, they're individual. These are like. Like paired, yeah. Yeah, they're paired, which I think causes some issues. So, and that's why circle shaping works is because you you don't input the same key within the pair. Yeah, because you don't, you don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't cross over. So, like, it's you know the, the the inertial system works on the basis of oh, if you're moving from positive to negative or negative to positive, then do you know X inertia mechanism or whatever. But if you're moving from pos X to pos Y. There's no overlap there. So you, you seamlessly transition to going forwards and then you press left and then you seamlessly, oh, now we're suddenly going negative, but you never crossed over the threshold of zero. You avoided it in the second dimension by using the, the W key. <laughs> there's, I, I get that. There's definitely something weird going on. I would, I would like for them to change that just to see, because that's my biggest gripe is pressing both keys is kind of natural for me from playing Counter-Strike. So it's just annoying that you can't, you know, come to a complete stop by counter-strafing, essentially, but anywho, I thought that was interesting, there may be something there, maybe something not. The, 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 really, what I want to talk about was this um, underneath turn, turn X and turn Y, there's another sensitivity uh, field, if you will, that you can put in values, and by default it has point, uh, 5.0. I'm like, huh, I wonder what this does. And again, it's split up by X and Y, uh, so you got turn X, turn Y, and you know obviously this it's also positive and negative. <laughs> but um, so I changed it all to one, and it's basically a multiplier. My sensitivity was like drastically dropped by like you know five hundred percent or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And the other interesting thing was my free look was also changed. It was now way slower. It was like. I had to drag it really like you have to try to get kind of fast and then also really far because there's like that radius where it won't pick up anything. Okay. Um, but the important thing is if you're still, you know, plugged in <laughs> to, to church ch rambling, <laughs> if you're on the high DPI, okay, some of you may have, you know, switched to lower DPI, but if you want to play on a high DPI, because the problem is if you play on a high DPI, you can only go so low in the Tarkov settings, right? You can only do 0 0.01, and that may not be low enough for you on your 64,000 <laughs> DPI gamer mouse. You can change the multiplier. Um, you can lower the multiplier within the, 
the config file. It's in like your app data. Um, I would just Google search it. That's what I did because yeah. I was looking at the older one that used to be in a in your documents folder. Um, and then I realized this is this isn't doing anything, and now I know why. So yeah, it's it's you have to enable hidden files in your PC or be able to see hidden files. But anywho, you could change that multiplier down, and that will allow you to basically run at a higher DPI. So kind of a a win for that. It's interesting. Yeah, I was just actually I can't even remember what I've like haven't changed it for such a long time. I think I I think I've just got the uh, the default. I've got point five point five. Hmm. You must be at like sixteen hundred DPI. I'm just having a look now. Um, like I haven't changed it for so long that I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. Let me see. Where's my Where's my thingy, Bob? Oh, you know, you're like, you know, the software for some of these, yeah, some no, of these things that like now they're so like every single, every single one, every single piece of software wants to give you like a streaming service and like all this other stuff. And it's like, you're literally a mouse driver. Like, can you just <laughs> please? Yeah. You know, please. Can you just stop this? Um, so I'm playing at the worst is Razor Synapses. I'm so sorry for any of you that. Have razor mice. God, I hate that app. I got Steel Series. It's not too bad, but it's oh, become yeah, yeah. more and more bloatware as time's gone on. Um, yeah, so I'm actually playing at uh, 800. Oh, okay. And you're at point 0.5? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking point point 0.05. Oh, okay. No, I'm playing at point 0.5. Kinda... So you said Lamarck was like point 0.4 or something? And he's at lower uh, DPI, Point 0.42 and he's at... Um, 400 DPI, 400. is it? So he's half. Okay, like half of me. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, yeah. I've, ne- I've never played on like I've never been like you know the you know huge arm mouse. Yeah, movie. Like, I've, I've never had enough desk space. It's like <laughs> I've I had some somewhere in between for me, but I do kind of like the wrist. A lot of it's really comes down to preference because you got people like um, simple in the Counter Strike community um, who plays on the, like a comparatively to all the other pros he plays on a higher sensitivity but he uses a lot of like wrist movement stuff which is interesting um all this yeah, stuff like, uh, that's the thing yeah the problem, problem for me is that because like because i'm historically like a, an rts player and mm-hmm. slash like moba player basically anything with a free like an edge pan um yeah, 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 any yeah, game yeah. with an edge pan it makes you become a wrist player because you you never have to move your mouse outside of the frame of the right, screen right? because like right. as soon as you get to the edge you're then panning um yep. and so you're just like you know and so i find myself like i have to like it's it's literally like decades of muscle memory doing that yeah and i have to like forcibly move i'm better i am play target better when i don't do it right? i have to forcibly move my wrist that is not on the mouse mat and move around using my hand and it's better when i do that and I, it's but it's so easy to forget especially when it gets like crazy because like i'm just i'm just better at the fine-tuned stuff with my hand on the mouse mat just because I just can't. I can't get rid of like. I can't get rid of like. It's like it's nearly twenty years of yeah, like freaking you know training or whatever. It's like it's insane. Um, because like I used to play like when I used to play RTS, I used to play with like a wrist, like an actual wrist rest as well. Mm. And I got I did away with the wrist rest when I moved to PUBG. Yeah, because like I back when I played <laughs> back when I played CS and stuff, like it didn't really matter as much. Like AI was just like bad at, at FPS. Really, I just wasn't mm. very good. 
Like Call of Duty, I was like, I was much better at. But Call of Duty is like recall patterns, as we've seen from the modern games, and it was kind of the same way as the olden games. They they don't really have like a vertical recoil model, right? They have like a they have a jump and a bounce kind of model. So it, no, it's it's not like um there's no mouse dragging involved really, like not in the same sense as many other games. Moving over to PUBG, which has got you know a very serious up 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 into the sky model where you have to like pull down consistently. You have a wrist rest in the way, like you freaking can't move the mouse right, and you just like you just run out of runway and end up dying. Um, so like I got rid of the mouse mount then the the wrist rest then, but I like still no, I still kind of miss it. And like Tarkov, I guess I could probably go back to it with Tarkov actually, but it's just been so long now because I played PUBG for like three or four years or whatever. Um, I used to like swap in when I played Dota. Like at one point, like when I played Dota, I used to have the wrist rest there, and then I used to take it out for playing PUBG. It was like so weird. So now I just play without it. But like I think I don't know my my whole pos- mouse position. It's just like incompatible games, like incompatible mm-hmm. muscle memory that I've just had for years. Just like and then Tarkov's got all the sensitivity issues. I'm just like completely. There's no chance for me. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. uh, so before we run out of time, yes. Shall we, shall we get into the? We're gonna do the, it. The final topic we're gonna have to i guess we can go relatively speedily it'll be it'll be okay yeah i think it'll be okay the top 10 guns yes for patch 13 i know Church was, you you were excited to, to do this right? this this is yeah. this was i've spent way too much time into it and i'm still not satisfied with my picks so <laughs> how do you want to do it did you want to go like one each and then yeah we'll, like, we'll start at we'll start at our bottom slash number 10 um giga witcher 10 would you pick Okay, so so I did mine literally like in the order of progression. Um, okay, because it kind of depends on where, like when you go through the game, right? So so my like my sort of first like entry level like mm-hmm. top ten weapon for patch thirteen is the PPSH plus the drum. That, that, was, my, that, was, that was my that's my original entry level because PPSH has always been quite good, mm-hmm. um, and I used it quite a lot last wipe. But having the drum at Prefel 1 makes it absolutely insane. Yeah, like, and 35 round mags were already decent mags. Like, they were 35 rounders you can't get for really anything at the beginning. Like, 30s for the MP5, I think is probably the biggest you can get. And then with the drum, you can, you can spray at people like absolute crazy. It's the only like drum I can get. And I, they're like 15K or something. Like, they're not even expensive. It's like, actually insane. It's like 5,000 more than like an SKS 20 rounder or something. Like, when you actually look at the, the mouse on it. So, so that's why for me, the PPSH is coming number one, I think. Um, like, super entry level because you can buy it from Prapple 1. You can buy all the ammo straight away. Maybe you need Jaeger, but you can buy some ammo anyway from Prapple. And uh, yeah, it's just like. Lock and load, ready to go. It's super cheap. It can never jam either. So you can have the drum in it. This thing can literally be glowing like the sun and it will never, ever, ever jam. Like not possible for it to jam in Tarkov. I think it can jam in real life, but I think that the way that the jam system or the malfunction system works in EFT, because it's very specific types of jams that can't happen to the PPSH, like it doesn't, I don't know why, the, I don't know why it never gets like a mag feed jam though or anything like that. But I don't know, because the magazine could get gummed up in general. Um, but yeah, that's it. For me, that's PPSH. What was what's your number one? Well, well my, num- the first one. my number 10. How did you do right. yours? Coming in at number 10. Okay. 10. <laughs> Is this like worst to best or did you do kind of... So I, I did my list a little bit differently. It was kind of just like what I thought was, um, you know, like overall the best any okay. point, you know, kind, kind of in a way. Um, right. So I, I picked the Klin, um because I was looking okay. at the changes so i've I always kind of been you know a, a secret clin fan but um 
with the changes and the ammo changes and the and the recoil changes, it has five dispersion stat, which is insane. Insane. It literally does not go left. It does not go right. It just goes up a little bit. And because it, it already has a little recoil. Now the clan you can't suppress. This is true. But because the recoil is so good, you can get SP eight from a proper quest on streets relatively early. I did that for my progression route this time around. Um, so I kind of have like this neat little clin. It's kind of like falling off though. Like it, it spikes really early on and falls off because it's essentially a leg meta gun. You can use some decent, uh, some, some, some like class two penetrating rounds, but if headshots are your thing, a thousand RPM leg meta is your thing. I, I put the clin at number 10. It is, it is five. I'm shocked. It's insane. It's insane. I like if you crouch with it. Oh my! It's it's literally a laser beam. It's nutty. That's nutty. That's that's crazy. Okay, cool. That's that's fun. I like that. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. That's good. And but it's like matter, right? It's definitely like matter. Pretty well, much. Yeah. You You wouldn't run it with because the clin, the uh... clin, as opposed to the keda, the clin can run the high pen ammo. Yeah, but it's like by high pen, you mean. 24 penetration or something like that like it's it's uh... yeah is it is it pstm or is it ppm actually ppm is but ppm is quite low damage it's the problem so i think they can all run ppm which is the 28 pen one but then i need the clin can run ps pmm pstm i think which is 58 damage and 24 pens so yeah it's still it's still pretty low yeah still pretty low okay yeah so it's it's, it's secure it's secured in the leg meta spot that's fine Think so. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure. And it's dirt it's cheap. Going on. Dirt cheap mm. on the flea, the clin. Indeed. Right. The biggest mag is a 30, right? You can't get a 40 for it. There is no 40 yet. There's 20s okay. and 30s. All right. Okay, cool. Number, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> you go backwards. Oh, no, we're going different ways. All right, fine. Number nine then. All right, all right. <laughs> number nine. So, number nine is like a modification based on my experience at the beginning of the wipe okay. and overlaid with what has changed. So my number nine is now the AK-74 UB with PP ammo. Okay. Um, which I now think, like, if so if we were going back through the game now, that would be, like, the, probably the best gun early, I think. Um, it's that, that gun is insane. So the, the 74U series got a mm-hmm. bunch of buffs. They yeah. got, like, 20 vertical recoil removed, which is huge because... yeah. You can now make, like, we had some chats in, on this as well in Discord. Like, you can make some U versions with the same mods that have less recoil than the long versions. And they obviously have higher ergo too. So it's kind of nuts because they got like a really big buff. And the UB specifically, so there was always this relationship. And I think I said this last time there's always this relationship between the U, the UN, and the UB. The U, the, U, the normal U had the widest horizontal, the UN had the one in the middle, and the UB had the tightest. And they've, kept that relationship mm-hmm. the same it's it's not like five 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 different like it used to be but um it's it's still it's it's similar um and so the the, the ub i actually just can try and find it but anyway the ub is like really low now it's got like better horizontal than like the long versions and now that the vertical recall is also insane it's like controllability stat the actual innate vertical recoil control that return to center like convergence whatever you want to call it is also better than the long versions it's basically better than the ak-74n which is crazy right yeah it, it is, is. it is better though i'm pretty better I'm pretty sure like even if you fully mod 
both guns, the um, AKS-74UB just has more ergo. Like, you just get a free extra, like, nine or so. eight ergo. Yeah. And now, they the stats aren't always comparable between the guns, even with the same sure. RPM sometimes. So, and I haven't, I haven't actually like fully completely tested it, whatever. But like looking at the numbers, it looks right. The numbers look pretty good. The yeah. numbers look like it should just be better than all the long versions, which is kind of weird. Which is very um, weird because that's not historically how they do things. So, yeah. And it's um, interesting. CZTL is in chat and he says, UB is expensive and you can't buy without suppressor. I'm just like, you can on the flea. You can on a flea, but it still is because I was looking at it and they were sometimes going for 50k. About now, <laughs> they never used to, which is so weird, right? It's so weird. So never weird used to, because yeah, people have people have kind of figured it out. So anyway, so that, that's that's my pick there. I mean, to be honest, any AK with PPMO is, is fine. Like yeah, early yeah. on is what I end up using. Um, I went for the regular U because I was a cheapskate, but it's and that was before the changes, so it didn't didn't matter as mm. much. But uh, that's um. That, that's that's my that's my pick number nine i suppose so um yeah for me man i went with the mp7 um just kind of off the basis you buy it for like around 40k mp7 a1 you buy it off the flea market for 40k ish assuming assuming you got uh, a little peacekeeper level three you buy some FMJ rounds, assuming they're in stock, because I checked today and they were not in stock, and they're probably never going to be in stock. And the, yeah, anyways, the it's such a good round the FMJ where it sits now. It, I think it's what like thirty five pin, thirty six pin, or is it forty pin? Is it forty? Which is dude, I still can't get over that. I still can't get over that. And it's only three bucks a round, which mm-hmm. is like you know, that's as much as you pay for PP almost. So. Yeah. With all that in mind, the one downside I will say is it, the ricochet chance is pretty rough on it, and I know some people that have completely uh, thrown away <laughs> the MP7 for that reason, but you know, you get what you pay for, and yes, it is rough at 20 round mags, but just, just the fact that you know, early in the wipe, you're like level 20, whatever, you got Peacekeeper 3, you can just run a full automatic SMG with 40 round ammo or 40 round pin or four, uh, 40. ammo that pins has a penetration of 40 <laughs> yep. yeah Nailed yeah it. exactly i mean yeah i used i used it a bunch with 20s yeah. and it was fine i honestly. thought it was fine as well yeah take off the rear sights use the front sight only get a blue laser uh it's it's like the, it's great <laughs> i didn't think about this actually like what happens if your li- your choice comes first because like I've got the MP7 later in my list. I'm I like, know. Oh, we've talked about it now. Okay, but we could just we could just like you know. Well, you may have a then. different reason why it's high on your list. So, yeah. Actually, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good for point. sure. All right, what you okay. got next? Number eight. So number and number eight for me. I wonder whether I reorder these. I probably should reorder these. Actually, I'm, I'm going to reorder these slightly. So I'm going to reorder them just a little bit. So number eight for me then is the Scar L with five six A one. I think it's, I think it's like once you get to five five six, like and not M eight five five, the whole like world just opens up because five six one is so good. A lot of the guns are so good. Like the scar, the scar L is really good. The MDR is really good. I, I I do like the MDR, but I feel like the MDR is like you know I made that video recently, basically that you can't get this gun wrong. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really do 
anything special like you, you can't you can't break it right but i feel like it's right. you know it's like it's like toys r us like my first my first five five six rifle you know what i mean <laughs> it's like it's like, like if you're you know if you're if you're a connoisseur of, of, of the tarkov then you you can just like not use the mdr really i did use it a bit but um the scar rail does like more of the same and better if you know how to build it and i've been absolutely loving the mini monster builds on it because mm. you don't really need the vertical vehicle control um as much just because it's like it's pretty decent on my gun anyway and uh, the horizontal is like non-existent and you just shoot people with it and it doesn't cost that much to mod because it's pretty good straight out the box um you can pick like three different three different lengths of the barrel as well and they're all on the flea like the black version is the long one and, and you can get the, the short and the, the short and the long one i think on the black version the medium and the short one on the tan version so you can like choose whichever one you because that's sometimes an annoying thing right if you want to change barrels of all like thirty thousand yeah. rubles from like peacekeeper four or some stupid stuff Whereas like being having all of them available on the flea is like pretty neat, so I think the scar is really good. I, I like it a lot, and especially at that particular point, like when everyone's running class four, it just it just eats people. Yeah, it's a good point about it being all uh, the parts are all on the flea um, with the barrels and stuff because some some guns aren't like that or they're highly sought after, so they're harder more pricier that's a good point i think about that yeah it's kind of annoying things like the m4 right it's just like if you want to run the 18 or the 20 like you they're yeah. expensive on the flea they're like high level traders they're just expensive things like you basically have to run like the adar barrel or the um or the the one that it comes with automatically the m4 otherwise mm-hmm. you're kind of screwed makes it expensive so how's your what number are you on eight is it <laughs> yeah yeah so for me number eight i had to go with the rfb um simply because the gas analyzer bar the, the gas analyzer barter, man. Two gas analyzers for an RFB? Controversial. Sign me up. Dude, I don't know. I think this is the first one where I kind of disagree with you. Really? Just you think it like, should be higher? Just... Or you don't think it should be on here at all? <laughs> I don't have it in my list whatsoever. Really? Right, And I, okay. and I like the RFB because, because of the way that the ammo works now. Like, I know BCP's a bit better, but like... It's still rough. Man. Yeah. I just feel like the the progression slot just doesn't really work for it anymore. So like by the time you get to Peacekeeper before they're mate, it's like you can probably use something better. And I, I don't know. I just don't feel like I feel like it's lost its place a little bit. I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure if I would use it even if it was like 15k. I don't know. I like it's just I'm not sure if I can touch this gun with BCP. Yeah. I just like I mean the only like that's that is one problem I will say is the ergo's not great on it, but you can put a vertical, you know, the cheap peacekeeper, like plus seven ergo on it. Like, I'm thinking, like, for whatever reason, I want to have a snipey, like, DMR. Um, you know, this would be probably the gun I would pick, right? Like, what else would you pick? Like, I don't really like using PS to snipe with, like, 762 by 39 yeah, PS. Well, like, you wouldn't the, want to use the SKS. Yeah, just, I mean, you can, but the drop's a little, like, if maybe if you're, like, a tower, it's just, like, oh, yeah. 0.8 millidots or whatever he does like targets 5,000 meters uh wind coefficient clip, by the way <laughs> yeah. oh my god they're ridiculous i'd like to watch a couple of the airing shorts honestly insane actually insane yeah well to remind, remind me to talk about that later on because it's actually funny just before we finish yeah but um yeah dude, i don't know like that's yeah. kind of my reasoning it's like that would be because it's cheap and if you want something to to do some sniping with cheap and early on that'd be that's why it's number eight it, for me. It is freaking cheap. Would like, would you be using it with BCP? This is the question. Or are um, you like, crafting an eighty prior to um, the, the the BCP patch? But I was top loading. I had like 
before they did the ammo restrictions, I already had like 40 or like 80, 40 to 80 rounds of M80 that found in raid. So like I was already kind of sitting pretty and I used the RP a bit, but I was top loading with M80 and um, bottom loading with PCP. So and now it, yeah, that right. just kind of got better. So like, I mean, I wouldn't want to use. I don't know. That's it's it's tough. Like I said, this list was tough, you guys. I'm I'm not kidding I when know. I said I don't like. I'm not satisfied guess, with everything on this list. I guess the thing that I'm not used to these days is that BCP and PS are the same pen. Yeah. They Even are. though I did the video, right? Even though I did the video, like in my mind, BCP still sucks. <laughs> it does. It sucks so long. Um, and so I'm talking about the SKS and stuff, but like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't really make any sense. I mean, in theory, like I mean, I don't like the SKS anyway. I use the like VPA 136, but um, in theory, you can get more shots off because the recoil's lower. So there's that. But I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's okay. Maybe it's okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is kind of like just a fancier SKS. So maybe maybe SKS is kind of just. Because, like, they're probably not going to take your SKS, but they're probably going to take your RFP, especially if you yeah, trick it, it out. Like, I wouldn't... Like, yeah. It's like I a three-slot, right? You take the mag out and yeah. it's three-slots, so... I wouldn't trick out an RFP now, but you can at least put on a decent scope okay. and not have the the Cobra with the weird sight on top that's, like, high. Like, that... Some, you know, there's certain things about the Russian guns that are, like, kind of annoying to mod sometimes, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, I'm converted. Okay, I I I see I see where you're I see where you're coming from. I'm I'm I, I've I've been pulled back from the edge. <laughs> He's approved it. Yes. I've, yeah, I've approved. It. No, that's good. You've you've changed my mind. You changed my mind on it. Actually. Okay. I was like I completely disregarded it, but you you've you've changed my mind on it. All right. What's your uh, number seven? So I can absolutely blast you out of the no. <laughs> So my number seven was uh, was the AK101. Um, okay. <laughs> It's, it's 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 basically just like the step up from the scar l for mm-hmm. me it costs more to get started with the 101 in my opinion and to justify doing it now there's one thing that is kind of interesting that had sort of like passed me by until um until i was making the video was that the the five so the, the 101 is brilliant man i've got this i've got a video coming out soon it's like the best of the best of everything because it's like an ak but it fires actually damaging rounds because it uses 556. But the weakest part, in my opinion, of the 545 platform is the lack of suppressors. But you basically, it's like, it's like um, waffle suppressor or nothing. You know what I mean? Like the others are really bad. And so the beauty yeah. of the 101 is that you get to, you get to use all the 556 suppressors on an AK. And it's one of the best parts about it. I mean, it means you get like the flexibility of the AK modding with the 556 muzzles, which is just crazy good. It's so, so good. It also has really high muzzle velocity, which like, you know, it's just an added bonus, basically. Um, but the thing about the 101, like I've been running a build, not even like, it's not even that nutty, but you can be suppressed with the 101. And like the best conventional build, sorry, the, 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 min, the min recoil vertical conventional build is like 37. You can get it lower if you do some stupid stuff, but like, 37 is like the, the minimum recall, like conventional build. You can, you can fairly easily run a 45 vertical recall 101. Yeah. Without, without being too crazy. And like you can use like the butt pad. Yeah. That's stock, the thing. Right? And you can be at 45 vertical and you can be suppressed and you can still run it at like 50 ergo. It's, it's like, it's so good. It's kind of the best of everything. 
the biggest downside of it is the 30 round only 30 rounders that you have no sure. you have no preference on on mags at all but like other than that everything else about the gun is great you're still firing like intermediate caliber so it's five six a one and it starts to lose its efficacy and yeah you have to move up to five five a one and then mm. even that's not that amazing against class five like it's all right but we're not talking about the hks and the m4s of old so the time to kill slightly lower because you have 650 rpm and or yada, yada yada all that stuff but like for the mid game it's kind of my gun of choice i think it's so good you can build out an and also actually one other thing about the 101 is that you can um it's basically the only 556 gun that you can make a good gun for and run unsuppressed because it not only gets the 556 muzzles, it also gets the 545 or the, the random the standard AK muzzles. You can use the RRD right. on it, which is an insane yeah, muzzle. Yeah, it's a really good You muzzle. can have like 70 ergo and like 45 vertical recoil, loud, but the thing bangs people out. And it's like, if you can buy it from Mechanic 3, the build costs you, because I literally have been looking at it today, the whole build, like pre-optic, costs you 90k. Just and then you put an optic really on it, like 100k. Good. It's insane. It's so good. A, a so good. naked RD from the trader costs more than that. Yes, yeah, mental Rome. So yeah. I, I think it's so good. It's just such good value. I think the one on one is really good. I think it's really good. Um, for me, man, this one's kind of a curveball, but I went with the VSS. Oh, I know. I can see it though. I can see it. I, I don't have it on my list, but I can see it. I'm interested to hear your reasoning. I had to do a lot of digging, <laughs> digging, but the because they buffed all the recoil changes they did, um, the camera recoil, you know, everything got reduction in camera recoil. That helps things like the VSS that kind of had a higher one. Um, the dispersion changes, all the weapons got their dispersion lowered across the board on average, right? Um, that helps the VSS, right? Because it's kind of got a kick now. The reason why I want the VSS over the ASVAL is because the VSS, the ASVAL is a, is a little bit better in a couple of different areas, but it's more expensive. So here's here's the thought line, right? Is I want a gun that can deal with class five armor ish. Okay, you yeah. get you buy the VSS off the flea market. Presumably it was a scav gun that's already been repaired, so you don't have to repair it. It's got 92 durability. You know, it's a little bit of a risky thing, but we're, we're kind of going for like a budgety Chad killer, if you will. You craft SP5, uh, SP6. Why SP6? Well, one reason is you get 300, I think it's 300 rounds from it. A lot, yeah. That's a lot. Okay, a lot of these crafts are usually 120. Some of them are like 80 or 60, but getting 300 is insane. It also cost you around I think it was like 300 rubles around the craft and SP6 yep. deals like what 46 pin I wish mm -hmm. I took notes yep. on all this stuff out I was trying to like scramble to get my stuff yeah so and oh sorry this is quoting 9 hours on Tarkov wiki to craft I'm going to double check Tarkov market but that's that's the general gist of my reasoning why it's number seven for me. Yeah, okay. That probably makes sense. I mean, I do think that that... So the thing that I hadn't thought of there where you were just thinking and talking about your rationale was the scav durability thing. I think that's cool because you can now repair it up. Mm -hmm. The only, the way that I would use it, though, because I don't really like the full auto on the VSS and the valve because yeah. I still feel the vertical's a bit rough. But... With the scav change, and you've got it lower durability, you can use this on semi actually pretty effectively. And 
I don't think it's that bad because of the way that you were talking about with the ammo, right? Like it's the ammo is identical in many ways to actually I want to see the armor damage, but it's it's basically identical to BP. Yeah. For seven six two. It's got the same damage and it has one less pen, which is really not that meaningful. It goes from a fifty five percent like first shot against class five down to a forty five percent. Like still a coin toss, right? Yeah. Has almost the same armor damage, very slightly less. Okay, so it's it's tiny bit subpar from BP. Right. But I think SP6 might be one of the only rounds left in that kind of region that you can still buy from the traders. Yeah. In any meaningful way. And it's at Prapple 3. Yeah. So yeah, I mean... you can craft it, right? As you were saying, you can craft it at Workbench 2, you can get it really early. But I kind of feel that like Prapple 3 maybe is almost more where it's like power spike hits or whatever, like using, using it on semi and hitting people with like BP ammo that you can just buy from the trader. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you could if I mean, there is I didn't look at the barters. There's a ton of barters. There's SPP bar, which I don't think is really that good. SPP is kind of below SP6 nowadays in terms of its performance. I'm not sure what the I guess the pro is that. Oh, yeah, it's better than SP5, but doesn't have the cons that the other ammos have like additional recoil. Right. Yeah, it's got a bit more damage, too, but I still wouldn't. I yeah. don't know. And I didn't know. There's bothered. a there's a barter for BP and SPP, but I think the value, so I kind of think, I think the values in the craft, because like I said, I mean, it's like 300 rubles around, um, and you get 300, uh, nine hours. So like you could craft this, you know, overnight, wake up in the morning, start a new craft on a different gun. But now when you get back on from after work, you got, um, you're crafting a new ammo and you got 300 rounds of SP6 to use and, and like a, a decent killing machine. I mean, you, if you need a full, a, you, I would recommend 20 rounders. I think 30, 30 rounders are just too expensive at 40k around. I just, it just doesn't make sense. Right. If, if money's not an issue, sure, but I'm assuming money's an issue here. So I would do that and single tap, as you said. And every other distance, and you, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good. I think it's a decent. So it surprised me when I looked at it, but I think it makes sense now. Yeah, I think the. I think with the single tapping thing, I think twenty rounders like is actually okay. As you say, it's quite expensive actually on Prapo. It's like one thousand two hundred and fifty-five if you're going to buy it from him. So it is. It is pricey, and the craft is so cheap. In comparison, there is quite a big gap there actually. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. So. Mm. Yeah, okay. I can see it. I can see it. Still not sure if I'm going to use it. I'm but... also there with you. It's like a a niche thing, you know? It might make sense yeah. for certain people. Probably Tower, because he's a sniping <laughs> VSS monster. <laughs> yeah, you do have that the downside of the slow rounds and the high curvature, don't you? So yeah. it kind of makes it a bit tricky, but I can see the use case. Like, I, it might work. And yeah, the, it's relatively cheap, because you don't need to really mod the VSS. That's the you thing, can. right? Slap on a site. You know, you're good to go. Basically, yeah. All right, what you got for okay. number six? Number six for me, it was was the MP7. That's where the MP7 went in for me. Um, okay. To be honest, I don't think there's much more to say. Like, it's the same rationale as you. You can actually buy the FMJ ammo. It's forty pen. One of the few rounds left in that region. If you look at all the other SMGs, I still think it's out of place. I can like. There's an argument to say, oh, well, you know, it's very short ranged. It's very specialized. It's like, a, you know, an SMG type bullet. 
it doesn't really work at long range. The MP7's got like eight MOA or something because whenever they, yeah. they like SMGs were too strong and they nerfed them all, so they've all got like terrible MOA now, just unrealistically for balance, which is fine. I don't really don't really care. That's okay. Um, but the problem is, is that when you look at it relative to all of the other ammos of it of like the similar type, you've got the nine mil PvP, mm-hmm. which is just in craft only and impossible to get. Yeah. AP six point three is is really god awful. Right, it's just bad. Um, SS one ninety is craft only, and you can't buy that. Uh, one nine three, I think, is like trade level four now, but that's only like thirty four pen or something. I think I can't remember. But um, all, like all basically all of the other SMG ammo. Oh yeah, and then BT for the trip two mm-hmm. is is also craft only. Yeah. 45 AP is also craft only. So it's like, and that 45 AP is, is 38 pen, right? Like, it's just like, it just feels out of place compared to all the others yeah, in the SMG out. category. It just sticks out like right. a sore thumb that it's just there with 40 pen. Yeah. Like, it, it's got like 90% pen chance against class four. Everyone wearing class four just dies immediately. Just it's smell. like 950 yeah. RPM. Yeah. Like, yes, mags are restricted. You do need to be mechanic three to get 30 rounders. We talked about that before. 20 rounders like actually work okay, um, especially at the point in the progression that you're at when you have them, because everyone else is running class four, and 20 rounds is more than enough to just exactly. actually shred anyone. So one, once you've got some mechanic three, then you can buy the 30s just fine, and that's when it starts to lose its efficacy a bit, because if you run against class five, you can have some issues. So that's, I don't know, that's where the MP7 fits for me. I think it's good. It's like this sort of like mid-game SMG that I was running a lot, and it was, it was working really well. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, funny enough, my number six is one that you mentioned, which is the AKS 74UB for basically the same reasons. It's, you know, probably one of the best AKs, um, in general and PPMO is good and yeah, you can find BT. So like, yeah, seems like a good one. Good gun. Yeah. Finding the ammo actually is a good thing. You yeah. can find it. Cause I found loads of stuff. I found BS and all sorts of, um, all sorts of ammo for five for five. You can find it all over the place, which is really cool. Um, so you just move on to the next one then. Yeah, I think so. What you got for number five? So number five for me is like, it's just my budget go-to from like this point and onwards, which is the, the MP153 plus Flechette. I finally <laughs> unlocked Flechette. Uh, it took me a while this time. And uh, anytime I don't know what I'm going to run, I just run that on factory. And I'm just like, what are we going to, what are we going to do? Hmm, oh, let's just run a flechette run on factory. And I like, I'll probably have something busted <laughs> in my inventory. I've probably got like a 30 out of 40 uh, rat rig yeah. and like a rat neck helmet lying around. And I'm just like, put that on and a pair of GSSH, the MP153 preset that I've got, the flechette cannon. And um, we'll just stick a blue laser on it and, you know, the target ring. And off we go. It's, it's just, yeah, it's the great equalizer. It's insane. <laughs> the round's still crazy. It's just, it's absolutely bonkers. Like everything just dies in. Yeah. Class four basically dies in two hits. Class five dies in three hits. Class six dies in four hits. The new Zabralo, I think, dies in five hits when I was having a look at the, the, the figures. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's mental. I've actually had quite a few unfortunate situations with it recently where they, they haven't died after we got like what looked like pretty clear shots on. So I think I've been unlucky for, for some pen on that. But normally it just absolutely nails people. And um, I've been shooting at them kind of like through like, angles and stuff so maybe i wasn't hitting him with enough enough pellets because that's that's assuming you hit with all eight right all eight yeah guns. it is like the ultimate rng gun like as you the further out you get the more rng you get because it's like the pellet spread the loss in velocity so the loss in penetration which affects the rolls on whether it pins or not like there's yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it it's gets tough. a bit crazy. But um, I, I was using, because I used, I like the 153 and I've been using it with Magnum a lot before getting Lachette. The Magnum recoil increase really screws me up. Maybe it's my muscle memory or something. I don't I, know. But like the recoil increase is super high. Having to pick between head and legs is really annoying. Like yeah. Flechette, the recoil is so much lower. You can pump shots out like crazy. You have to shoot at center of mass. It doesn't even matter. Um, I just way prefer it to Magnum Bug. Like you, I've killed, I killed people with Magnum Bug. It was fine. It was all right. Like it was usable. But Flechette just feels so easy in comparison because of the center of mass shots. Sometimes you just hit them straight in the head. Sometimes you do three shots and you kill them in the armor. Like their arms are all bleeding and everything. Like it's just, they're just absolutely screwed, right? It's like, it's, it's so good. It's so good. So that, that's it basically. And like any of the pumps will work. Like 155 is also okay, but 153 has got the best like centering time. So you can just go. It's awesome. Yep. It's awesome. Dude, funny enough, I had it on my list and I took it out. <laughs> it's like, if, yeah. It's in my honorable mentions, but yeah, it's t- this was tough. So my number five is it's a little bit of a bias picked, if I'm honest, but it, it's my ultimate skill gun. It is the G36, dude. This thing, looking at the stats, it's basically just like a scar, right? Mm. Um, in, in terms of its dispersion, it's not as good on the auto compensation, but only about like point zero five. Like, does that really matter? But the big thing about it versus the, like, historically, I would be a scar picker, right, between the two. And G36 was kind of fun, but it was kind of, like, really difficult to make work. It was in a weird spot. Um, But now that it has basically the same, it's basically a scar L that shoots faster. And this is kind of the funny thing about a lot of these guns I'm finding is, like, Hmm, what suppressor I put on? Or, or, or not? Yeah, I guess it is kind of a lot of guns. But since they reduced the dispersion across the board, basically there's less variance on left and right. Yeah. Basically, that means that recoil isn't as valuable as it used to be because, like, yes, lowering your recoil does basically make that angle tighter, right? Yeah. Um. But because the angle's already tight to begin with. Recoil is not as valuable. So I like mini monster is like pretty much in all my builds. G36, Scar, uh, AK101. Like it just seems like, Org. yeah, the all well, <laughs> the AUG might maybe really. You see, uh, the AUG might, yeah. I wanted to to put the AUG in, but anyways, nonetheless, um, yeah, G36. It's gonna have some kick to it, but I think the value is. Oddly enough, I think the value is once you get the Peacekeeper 4, I believe, you can get the medium-length one, which I like, and you put the, re- the, the, the recoil stock on the back, um, the fixed one, I guess it is, and then you get the QCR handguard on it, because it's the only, the 4-vent can only take that one. The 2-vent can't, the 3, the 4-vent, the 6-vent the, the, the can't either. Yeah. And you don't, you know, you can, yeah. That's kind of my mm. my pick for it. What I would Interesting. recommend. Interesting. It's, it's a weird pick because it's like it's a it's almost like a late game budgety kind of build. You know what I mean? It's not something I would recommend running early. I guess maybe you could with the long version, but I don't like dealing with all the nuances of the long version. Like no flashlight laser unless you do put one on top, but then you have to have yeah. a sight that's tall enough. It's just it's yeah. 
And it all gets kind of weird. Yeah. So for, for everybody in chat going like, oh, the org, because I literally mentioned the org. Like, I've mentioned <laughs> it as an example of something that takes the mini monster, not as an example of a gun that I think is good. Just for complete clarification here. Yeah. Um, so the only little, so the little thing that I would like maybe disagreed with you a little bit on was the, sure. you said about the auto control thing was like a bit worse on the D36 versus the SCAR. Like, does that matter? And I think it does because of the rate of fire. And I think that the fact that the both the vertical recoil compensation and the rate of fire together are both worse. It's like those things compound and make it yeah. like exponentially worse than the SCAR in that sense, just for vertical recoil. But because the horizontal recoil is so good now, it, as you say, it kind of matters a lot less. Like the, that recoil pattern that we're used to controlling, we can now control it without any horizontal twist to it. So as long as you're just pulling down enough, then it's no big deal. I've actually, so I built a G36C, like kind of, the kind of C, C-ish, for <laughs> that video that I did, right? Yeah, and loads yeah, of people yeah. were just like, oh no, this is the worst G36 you could ever build. Like, I've literally not died with this thing yet. I take it out as like, when I'm, when I'm running mm-hmm. like meme run or something, doing something stupid, I just like take this thing and it's actually not that bad. Like it's, it's actually okay. It's the short barrel, like it's the dumb, goofy, like low, the, the high ergo one. I think I might even have got mini monster on that as well. <laughs> um, I've, I've literally got it here. Uh, yeah, I went mini monster on it. So it's got like 64 ergo and 68 vertical recoil. So it's not amazing by any means, but it's literally just got a hollow on it. I didn't even change the stock over. So it's just like my little meme G36. It's really funny. And it's only three slots long. I just think it's really cute and really, really hilarious. But it's, um, it's snappy, right? I'm not used to the G36 feeling. I was trying to build an yeah. ergo gun, basically. And, and that's the other oh. thing I forgot to mention. They got an ergo buff as well, which it really needed. It needed something. They gave it ergo. I'll take it. So I. Yeah. I just feel like it, if you can, if you're a god at mastering the Tarkov recoil pattern, this is probably the gun for you. Like, if you want to, like, tr- uh, use a gun consistently over and over and, like, practice and, you know, get good at, this would be the gun I would recommend. It's kind of yeah, niche. You've been, trying to pitch, you've been trying to pitch the G36 as a skill gun forever. Dude, I really, I think now, <laughs> but it's actually, it's actually there because it has 10 dispersion. Like, previously, I think it had, like, 18 or something weird it was good before but yeah it was yeah. the scar was better yeah. yeah and and now that it's on par with the scar it's like dude this this got it this has got to be it yeah so it depends i think for like close range i think i'd probably prefer it like i so i use it when i where i took mine was the reserve tunnels that's where yeah. i took mine yeah that, that's um, a so big spot like this, yeah so i feel like the scar's quite good because the lower rate of fire i feel like it's better for kind of the medium range engagement for, for a scope, sure. that kind of thing G36 is pretty, I mean, the, the time to kill is just better at right? having that nicer fire rate, like 750 or something. So it's, it's, it's decent. I think it's decent. And uh, yeah, the horizontal is still better than the M4. So it feels still lasery. I can see it. I can sort of see it. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure, but uh, I was intrigued. Actually, yes, that's what I was going to do. I was like on the side, I was like just opening up the game. Just like, hmm, let me just try this like, medium <laughs> barrel build. Because like, I, don't, I don't really have access to it. So I didn't, I didn't bother last time. But um. Yeah, we'll see. I'll have to, I'll have to tinker. I'll have to have a tinker with the G thirty six and the middle one. I, I like the idea of that build with the with the foregrip though. Yeah. Anytime I can yeah. squeeze that foregrip in, I'm immediately like. That's why I like the MCX. Is like it can take this foregrip, and it's like, it's a good foregrip for the value you know you get in there. So it is a good foregrip. Yeah, because what is it? Three percent recoil reduction. Yeah, yeah and, it's like three and, and four. four. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it's 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 high for what you get. Mm-hmm. It is high for what you get. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. The only other thing I was going to say is that the um, the mini monster 
obsession that I've got right now. I'm I think it's just because a lot of guns struggle with with ergonomics in general. But the 101, I really don't I don't think it needs it. I really don't because the ergo is so good on that gun that you can run like whatever suppressor you like. I, that's one of the beauty the things about the 101 for me. I just don't think you need to go mini. You can. You can, but I don't think you have to. Um, which is nice because yeah, for the scar I feel compelled. The scar, the G36, the org, like any of those, I feel like I have to go mini, otherwise it just feels bad. Um and the vertical recoil doesn't counter the fact that the ergonomic sucks. Whereas um yeah, one on one I feel you got more flexibility. And the MDR, you don't need to do it for the MDR either. So I think it kind of depends. But that's it. That's just my extra extra thing that I reminded myself about. Mini monster supremacy. Mm. It's so good. Yeah, I think so no, I think this is the wipe where because the dispersion is so close in between now, so small, I think Mini Monster makes sense on a lot of guns. Unironically, which is funny. Indeed. So now for my list, we're now getting into like the speculative area. Okay. Where things get a little weird. Because I've not actually <laughs> used these guns yet. Because okay. we're not there. I'm not I'm not there yet. Because mine's like mine's very progression centric, right? The list that I've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Um we're kind of up to where I am, like right now. So my number four is the SVD. Okay. And it's basically a combination of the difficulty in getting any of the good ammo. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good reason. Combined with the cheap availability of, like, decent ammo, plus the, the only availability of, like, one of the best ammos in the game on prep or four to buy, which is BT. You can buy BT from him. It's really, it's like, it's very, very good. SVD obviously has some problems, right? We know the SVD's got issues. It's kind of hard to build. I don't know. I feel like maybe this is like, maybe this is its wipe. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll just, we'll end up seeing how squeezed people end up being on the ammunition. But I feel like ammunition is becoming a problem. So it could almost become like the default DMR for the late game. <laughs> yeah, I can you know see I mean? that. Just like, for sure. You're just like going through your inventory and you're just like, crap, I haven't crafted any of this stuff. You know, like, yeah. what am I going to use? Okay, well, I'll use the SVD with BT. You know, there's, it's got 55 pen and 78 damage. Yeah. You deal with class five, no problem. And it's actually probably a 55 pen. It's probably like a, I want to say like a 35% chance against class six. Not bad. Really not bad. When I did my calculations, BT was like the bottom end against the Zabralo, right? It was like a three shot because the, the new Zabralo was BT. Wow. Like, okay. It's, That's it's strong. It's, the BT's really strong. Like you will kill. If you hit them in the thorax, you'll kill basically anybody in three hits. Like, at absolute maximum. The 55 pen is enough. And it's because it's got 87 armor damage. It's got such high armor damage. Actually, it's actually insane, the armor damage that it does. So it just, it just distributes so much of that into the armor that, like, there's nothing that can really withstand it. So I, I feel I need, basically, I need to run some more SVD builds. I need to figure out some builds. Because I've done a wipe with min recoil SVDs, and I've done a wipe with max ergo svds i've done both both are scuffed both were hilarious but i need to figure something out i'm sure there's a way to make it work i don't know i've got to like figure out some middle ground we'll have to see i feel like definitely loud but yeah but, you know, you've got to go just like balls out with the loud svd i would <laughs> recommend as an svng enjoyer myself i would recommend using a pso scope specifically the one m-2 i think it's called i like that site setup they're all like a little bit different um but i think the one dash m2 is like the most different or whatever it's called but and 
slap on, I know it's gonna be controversial, but slap on the eye cup. I know, no. I know, I know it's controversial, but the value 700 rubles for plus seven ergo giga, the value there is really good. You the basically n- not being able to see, <laughs> you can see, you just can't see outside of your scope. Okay, so you just have to look at them directly. All right. the, I, 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 I love that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally biased. I love my eye cup. I'll even go to the extra extent of like toggling it on and off, like taking it on and off for certain situations. Wow. Really are like a... yeah, I love it. I love it. How much did you get back? Five. <laughs> it only means, yeah, it means the PSO then costs two. Oh, okay. I thought it was seven. So almost negates it. Which almost be... negates it. Nice. Oh yeah. my God. Something Five to look into. <laughs> Heard it here first. New meta. Jesus Christ. All, All right. right. Number four for me, we gotta get this list rolling, is AK-103. Um, mm. Simply because the 100 series is kind of like unique in that their base stats are good, but their final forms aren't as good as similar AKs. Like, they can't accept the Zukovs because they got folding stocks or whatever. Um, that kind of makes them good early on and less good later on, but I just, that's kind of why it's number three for me is, you know, with the, with the Krebs, the rubber butt pad, you know, maybe a saw grip, maybe a, a nicer grip. If you got it unlocked, you can build a really cheap assault rifle, like under a hundred K with really good stats, high ergo, good reproduction. That fires PS ammo. Yes, it's not BP. It still, you know, can deal with class four. And yeah, exactly as, as nothing said. If you don't have an RD or mean this is like I think it's probably one of the better choices. And it's it's kind of fills in that gap for that late wipe when you don't have those options. That's that's kind of why I put it so high on the list at number four. Yeah. That's interesting because I literally started using the 103 as like my answer to the question of like what next after 5601 because I have so much BP in my inventory mm. just randomly. So I'm stacking mags with BP and using the 103 because, yeah, you can just do that. One of those standard builds, you can run it loud or you can, you can run it with a suppressor. Um, it's like you can kind of do, you can kind of do both. The suppressor's not very good for the 103. Yeah. One of the, again, another issue because you can't use the 308 like adapter. Right. But you come for the AKM series, which is, kind of problematic so i normally just end up like if i'm gonna go loud i'm just you know, i just use that because it's just like i don't need a better stock i use the butt pad i put the rrd on it the things like you use the krebs it's incredibly cheap you put a bastion on or whatever <laughs> scope put some like 10 bp and 20 eps underneath take three mags and off you go and um, i've been using that like actively on on the streets i've probably run like five raids with it or so Weirdly, I've like I've had i found, found like the bp's just like not been de- dealing with the scouts very well i don't i don't really know why it just feels it's partly me. I think it's a skill issue as well. But um, <laughs> could be. Who knows? Like I got mine. To, so it had like really nice ergo because it was unsuppressed. But um, it was about like high sixties. I think is where mine ended up sitting. Like pretty good. Seven sixty eight recoil, which is not bad. And like the, the build's cheap too. Again, it's like the AK one one build, but cheaper. So it's again like a hundred k, like ninety k, hundred k build. So it's um, and and as you say, the base gun is cheaper actually. So it's probably more like eighty actually because you can buy them so cheap. 
So I can I can see that, especially as you're like if you're tentatively moving into BP, like it's not a bad place to start with that. You do end up having to do a bit more single tapping though over like medium distance because of the recoil, but um, it, it's it's fine, and you can you can slug away at close range too. So it, it works. It works. Uh, what's your number three? What you got? So my number three, I don't actually know yet which is going to be better, so I kind of cheated and picked two. But it's going okay. to be either either the RD or the Mutant, and I'm, I'm not sure, because mm. I haven't got either unlocked yet, so I haven't been able to use either. But both of these guns were buffed, um, and I don't think we've quite got there yet, so that's, that's sort of the issue that we're still, well, we're yet to face. It's going to be another, may, may or may not be another, like, RD, RD one. So the RD has still got like decent horizontal. It's not like top tier. Um, and they're like the reason why I thought that well, it's probably going to be quite good is that last time the RD has just been like it was just so decent, and we like that vertical recoil combination with the horizontal. So like the vertical is not great, but you can control it. But the horizontal is really good, and so that compensates for it. Now I don't know whether it will just feel a bit lackluster now um, because it's. Right. Kind of fallen away. Like it used to be like top tier for ver- for horizontal, and now it's very middle of the road um, because of the way right. that things have shifted around it. It might not feel as good as it did. On the flip side, the mutant is almost the same as the RD now on mm-hmm. horizontal. It's very, very close. It's very similar, but its auto control is way better still. Yeah. So I feel like the shift back to the mutant, like that's why I was thinking, like, oh, like I quite like the RD, but I feel like the mutant might become the one this way yeah um so if i was going to pick one to put in that slot it'd be the mutant but like as i said i haven't used either Mutant's yeah. got higher fire rate so that has like some impact on it but i do think once you can solidly start crafting bp and you're using it like with stack mags i think the mutant will be pretty pretty powerful again i think it will be good i think it will be good you know what's crazy is neither the rd or the or the mutant is on my list and we're nearing the end, which is hmm. kind of crazy. Yeah. So, what's your number three? Number three for me is gonna be three hundred eight MDR. Um, okay. it's kind of a niche. It was either is I was originally going with the RSS, but I think I'm gonna I swing to the MDR simply because it's. Uh, horizontal is better, which you kind of want a better horizontal for full auto guns over a better convergence, in my opinion. Like, convergence is basically the time it takes for it to reset back to the center when you fire the gun. And a really high convergence is great for single tapping because the gun could have insane recoil, um, namely your pistols, for example. They have really high recoil, but they snap back instantly so they're great for single tapping but you wouldn't really like you could full auto with it but it's with that high kick it's gonna kind of feel weird you know it's just gonna be like it's basically what the glock um 18 feels like right if i'm not mistaken like it has insane yeah the 18c (laughs) into the roof yeah like it has five convergence which is really high but the base recoil is like 300 on it. You know what I mean? This thing just like goes up like crazy. Um, so yeah, that's why I went with the, I prefer the versatility of the MDR. You have that full auto capability over the RSS. Yes. The recoil is more, the ergo's high. So you can put a scope on, put a suppressor and not have those things cost as much 
on the overall ergo. So it still feels snappy when you're signing in to get those one taps. And in emergency situations, you got the full auto up close. It has 11, or is it 15? Um, whatever. It has decent, uh, respectable uh, horizontal. So that's my number three. It's, it's, it's just kind of weird because what ammo do you put in it is a whole nother question. But yeah. yeah, that's why it's number three for me. Yeah, I guess my quick take on that is that like I think that took some significant but um nerfs on the auto control. I think the three oh eight NDR. That's what now, I thought I used, as well. I used to have some issues with the recall on that anyway, because the same thing for like the five five six MDR, except the five five six MDR like is fine. Whereas three oh eight MDR had more recoil in the first place. Now I know a lot of people used to think it was like basically the best gun in the game because it's so flexible and you can still use it with yeah. or whatever and it had but it had it was very snappy when you're using it on like 6x on long right. range but now with that much lower like auto control stat i just I'm not it's sure not, it's not really it's like an ak now 1. yeah 3 is not that great so we're gonna have to see how it feels i'm, yeah. I'm reserving judgment on it but i'm not i'm not sure if it's going to be as good as it used to be i'm not sure but i don't have it in my list i've only i don't have any I don't have any full auto 308s actually in my list. The remaining two are both of that caliber though. My number two is the M1A. Okay. Which for me is controversial because yes. I'm an SR25 <laughs> enjoyer. But the M1A has the good barters and there's nothing been done to the SR25 around that. That's that true. You, it means you can actually buy it and it means you can't replace the. You can't replace it if it gets damaged. You just have to buy a new one. There's no lowers. Like it just it's it's true as well. And I feel like the SR is yeah. in a rough spot. Right? You can buy the SAS really cheaply using the Wilstons from Mechanic, and you can do stuff to like it. Get, it can get super lyrical, but there's there's ways that you can make the M1A work. Like it's a heavy beast, but it still it feels good to shoot. Like it, it's all right as long as you can get around the weight issues and some of the arm stamina stuff. Then basically just pop a Meldon and you're probably all right. So I think the M1A probably is going to be. Super good. I think it's like a routine 308 thrower once people are crafting M61 and then like stacking it over the top of bought M80. I think that's probably like the end game. It's like starting to get into the end game for me, in my opinion. That's an interesting pick because it's not that great on some of its hidden stats. And maybe it's like, um, yeah, that's yeah it's, it's always but... had crappy hidden stats. Like it has, it has always had terrible hidden stats. But, but the, the thing about it is it gets to like, you know, Three recoil or something stupid. Yeah. Like it, it just get it, yeah. it gets by far the lowest out of all of the um out of all of the guns in that caliber. It gets to like the lowest recoil by a long way, and it's, uh, it's that ends up making up for it somehow. Yeah, and I think the big thing what you said was the accessibility of it. I didn't really consider it's way more accessible. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, there's like six ways to get the gun. You can you can right. buy it. You can barter for the base. You can barter for the EBR one, which like no one does. But you can buy the SAS bit. You can buy the parts <laughs> for it. You can buy the like. It's just there's so many ways you can get it. Um. So yeah, how's your how's your number two? Uh, number two with the MCX. MCX. Um, I think that I don't think it makes at like one. You know what. As I'm going down my final picks, these are like what I think, as you said, speculation, basically. What I think is going to be the best, you know, what the RD was last swipe, right? What the mutant was last swipe. I think the MCX could be it. Um, it's Right now, it's kind of cheaper to craft the ammo versus BP. And it's basically a, a very similar 762 by 39 
BP rounds. It's very similar in stats. It's got a lot of buffs. The MCX has been buffed probably like three to four times recently. Like I think MCX Supremacy is also going to be a thing. And yeah, you just hold mouse one and they die with AP ammo. Now, I wouldn't recommend the other ammos. You can maybe try to get M62 to work, but uh, I feel like you're really testing the limits of it. And the gun's not exactly that cheap to like kit out. You budget MCX is kind of like iffy. So I think late wipe supremacy, that would be my number two spot as like maybe it will see some play. Maybe. Yeah, it's interesting. It's because I would I would love it to be the case. And I'm just not sure. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm just not sure if it will. And it and it all comes down to me the fact that you have to choose between M61, BP, or 300 blackout AP to craft. And yes, yeah. you could do all three in theory. But and this kind of is why I'm ending up driving my picks here, right? It's like the ammo availability is right. really making a big difference. And the way that you use the MCX means that you yeah. just won't be able Burn to use it. The, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, a that's good point. the issue for me. That's the problem. And that's the reason why, you know, something like crafting SS190 doesn't make sense to me either, or BT rounds for the, the, the shrimp caliber. Just because with BP, you can still kind of get away with like single tapping BP. Like it works at range. Like the MCX is not bad range like it people think it's terrible people think it's like subsonic or something but it's, it's like it's not but it's, it's about the same speed as bp yeah but it's it's like the mcx is like a yeah no it's i don't know it's been buffed a lot so maybe it's maybe it'll be okay now i just feel like a close range uh, like yeah sure it's really good but i just think right. that the, the, the rate of fire on the gun the way that you normally tend to use it and the um the unavailability of the ammo like i can't actually remember exactly what the numbers are like how many blackouts you get versus bps and the times i i'm, I'm not sure crafting i can tell you right now yeah uh, 12 okay. hours for ap and 120 rounds and how much do you get for bp 120 as well 120 as well it's bp would be uh 14 hours so about the same it's about the same it's about the same yeah i just feel like the bp goes further they, they do about because the same it shoots thing. slower essentially because it shoots slower yeah. and you tend to use bp in just like that slightly oh, different way it. like yeah the m6 is a bullet hose so i don't know uh, it's just it's just, it's tough but i can like i would i so hope it to be the case like i do i was really wishing it'd be the case like it's a shame because now the ammo is not on the trade it's like makes it really tough i would say if you find a decent amount of ap like let's say you have you've been you know hoarding some ap and you're like huh i want to get the mcx to go you mod one out before you give it a go go in and craft some extra ap and like just yeah that way you could run it maybe two raids and yeah. maybe you know bottom load 10 rounds of 6-2 uh m62 and then the, the top 20 are ap but yeah no that that, that you definitely you're bringing up very valid points here um yeah i just well, i want it to work so badly but i'm just not sure, sure it's going sure. to i just don't know we're gonna have to see no i agree okay so. final one what you got, Numero, Giga? You know, number one. Number one for me? Number one for me? Arsas. Yeah. Arsas, baby. I love, I love the Arsas. Now, so I, I played a lot of Arsas last wipe, and it rocked. It absolutely yeah. rocked. Now the, same reason, now, the same reason as for the M1A, 
and this kind of comes into that. I didn't really talk about this with the M1A specifically, but I feel like the ammo conversation then works even better for the M1A. You're crafting M61, but you're firing it on semi. You're firing right, the M61 right. on semi. It goes so much further than BP. It goes way further than Blackout AP, and it goes like miles further than SS190 and some of the SMG ammos, right? You just get way more for your money out of the, or out for your time investment out of um, M61. And you can buy M80 from Peacekeeper 4, which I think is a solid choice to stack underneath. Like, I don't yeah. think there's any point. Um, I guess, can you buy M62? I think you can buy M62. So you can buy them all, I think. You can buy M80, you can buy M62. And then, and it eventually yeah. is like four times the price. So it's like, whatever. Um, not that it really matters, but you can, they're interchangeable as like buffer rounds basically underneath. So you can put the M61s in the top. You, could, you only need to do like six or seven if you really want to you know, min max it. And the thing about the RSAS is that the, the dog tag sparta, especially late wipe, just keeps on giving. It's actually not that many, like eight, eight of each. You can buy quite a few um, RSASs and you get quite a lot out of the moonshine case. Like I ended up not buying that many outright. Like I, n- I never really bought any RSASs last wipe. Just got loads out of moonshine, did a couple with the dog tag barters, and that was enough. That was enough for me. Just like the gun felt amazing. I don't know, I don't know what it was about it. It's got one of the best like return to center times out of all of the um, 762 NATO weapons. It just feels super, super good. I've not used it this wipe again. This is why it's part of the speculative list. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's not cheap, but using the barter and like when you get it for free out of moonshine, I'm going to use it and feel good about myself, I, I think. And <laughs> I just think M61 is going to be the ultimate endgame craft just because it goes yeah. so far. That's How did you get point. an M61? 60. Okay, it, so it's a lot less. And what's the time? Um, well, it's probably going to be a little long if I had to guess. Mm. Uh, we're looking at 16 hours, 16 and a half hours, which it is long. It is long. It's you get yeah. half the ammo. I, I feel oh, like, sorry, yeah, it's I 80. Like... It's 80. I said 60. It's oh, 80. 80 rounds. Okay. Yeah. That's probably better. So it's you a get, little better. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Like you get two thirds of the amount of rounds, but you're firing it on semi. Yeah. With a slightly longer craft. I feel like it makes sense. It's a little pricey too, but as you said, you know, it, it just, you get, it basically does not care about your armor. <laughs> yeah. Armor is non-existent. So. Mm-hmm. Just deletes everybody. So, no. I think M61 is. I think M61 is the play, and pick your poison, right? Within, yeah, that's a good point. Within that, yeah. All right. Show number one. Number don't, one. Don't let it be the STM or something. It's please. the don't STM. Let... You're already done. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I went with uh, the AK101, and the reason why oh. I just think it is the overall best gun, no matter who you are. If you're a level one player, um, there's probably better options, but it's probably the most broad, generic gun to run that will be good. You know, you can put multiple different calibers in it, or or tiers of five. Um, uh, little, 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 so many numbers running in my head. You could put five six A one, M eight five five, M eight five A one, M. Honestly, M nine nine five. Now that crafting is a like a regular thing, craft. Because this was the interesting thing that really caught me off guard, actually, when I was looking at this stuff. M995, um, you you get 200 of it in the craft. It's not that much, right? And it's not quite that expensive. So, you get, so yeah. this is the thing. For 16 hours, you get 200 rounds. And let's say your input is 200K. Um, that is, that's really easy math, 1,000 rubles a round, which is like... Half of the M sixty one, um, I don't know. I just, I just think it's like the fact that you get two. This is the big thing: is the fact that you get two hundred means you could craft this overnight, 
come back, and now you got M995 to top load. Yes, the damage is a little low, um, but it's going to guarantee go through class 4, obviously. Guarantee go through class 5, I believe. 53, is that enough to guarantee, or is it still a roll in class 5? I think it's still a that's, roll. That's, a guarantee, that's pretty much a guarantee class 5, yeah. Okay. So, I and, and the fact that, you know, the one-on-one, you can go all out on it, and it shoots slow, it has good recoil, good convergence, or you can do a Krebs build. <laughs> Everything's now just a Krebs. Any AK, can it take the... Does it accept the Krebs? Yes, it's good. <laughs> it's just like the standard now. But, you know, even if you don't have access to Krebs, you can do the the, the Zenit B10 and the... Um, that's one thing I like about the B10s, or any of the Zenit handguards, is then you could put in the Zenit's... Um, E33 over the top. Right. What is that? Receiver, um, yeah. I guess. Is, and, and it has, it actually has pretty good stats, but you're obviously, you know, using most cases a lesser handguard than you normally would use. But anywho, yep. That's kind of why I went the AK 101, just because I think it's broadly speaking is probably the most widespread um, across the different spectrum of players, probably one of the more better guns to pick from i think that's i think that's very fair i think it's very fair yeah i hadn't really thought about m905 um that might actually answer my question of like what to do next maybe yeah, m905 no, right. is the answer you know but it's like yeah the damage like it's 42 damage it's 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 okay it's okay past it's okay like a hundred and maybe 150 100 meters it might be a little iffy for headshots i had to pull up tarkov ballistics to get that accurate information but yeah, I'm not. I guess I'm not really using it for that. So maybe it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. I have to think about it. But like, that's an interesting one. And I know five is interesting. But yeah, it's 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 just it's very flexible gun. So I can see why you put it there. I think that could be that could be a nice choice though. Could be a nice choice. I, I feel like often I end up just bundling M nine five into just like you know, oh, this is Chad ammo territory, and just like never bothering with it and using other stuff because like well who's gonna yeah. hose down people with m995 you know what i mean but like the craft for a thousand rubles like that's okay that's which right. that could change you know these are all of course yeah easily could easily change right but um i guess some just like quick takeaways uh honorable mentions svd mp153 i had to take those off but they were on there and then is the rpk ump rd and mutant dead are these just dead guns because as you said, with like the RD and the mutant, right? The RD is basically the same on par with now an AK-103 in terms of its hidden stats. Now, the mods are obviously a different story. But like, a lot, a lot of the reason why the RD and the mutant were supreme last swipe was because of their, in my opinion, because of their hidden stats. Like, yes, they can take some of the best ammo in the game um, that was widely available. Yes, they can take some of the better attachments on them. And yes, they had the best, the, some of the better hidden stats on them. But it just feels like, like honestly, looking, doing this, going through this process, I feel like BSG did a really good job balancing stuff because the ump, I think, is kind of like not that great. It got nerfed in a couple different places and like it's yeah. still okay. But the fact that it's so shaky and wobbly, it's like, why not just use something that's not shaky and wobbly? Like even the, this, the the Sega PP19 was like almost gonna be on my list because how like steady it was and so I it, it I like am really pleased that how much I feel like this is shaken up maybe we'll still see 
mutant might be the one that might make the cut but i'm not i'm not even sure man i'm not even yeah. sure I, I think they've done a really good job as well yeah um, they seem to have taken out some like the initial the initial like blast they did i was like oh i'm not sure like this is good but right. i'm not sure but the tweaks that they've done afterwards is exactly what we were asking for pretty like, well it's, much it's super good yeah increasing the horizontal recoil on the ump to like really high proportions you can't buy the ap ammo just off the off the shelf anymore so it's not just like the oh I'll just run and run and up right. you know, and ap ammo and just blast everyone doesn't work like that anymore they did actually um it was a very hidden change like hardly anyone spoke about it but the um the, the 45 ammo actually got reduced in damage a little bit like early on like oh, really in the right. early days of the patch so it actually doesn't do quite as much damage as it did so it's taken quite a few few beatings like it's still good horizontal uh, vertically but it's the horizontal is like kind of rough now on that gun so i think it actually took a um the ump actually also took a plus six vertical recoil base nerf as well yeah. so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, do you think do you think the RPK has just been kind of forgotten about? <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know if they like did this intentionally or if they like you said they forgot about it, but I think it's actually dead. Like that I was going to start my list off and be like, "Oh yeah, let me get the RPK." Cuz like I've always recommended that cuz it's usually been yeah. historically really good, but early wipe anyways. Yeah. And now it's like, "Oh, it's not." <laughs> it's just yeah, not. Exactly. Just been forgotten about. So I think, you know, we can forgive them for one or two oversights or whatever and like sure. some things dropping out of the meta um like maybe the mutant will be will be meta as you said but i I think that the the ammo changes combined with what we've got here exactly it just like stems like each individual gun can be kind of like op in a vacuum but it's just like how much bp can you get you know realistically like how much do you want to use in each raid it's it's got this whole extra overlay now of like can you run it with the best ammo if no do you want to forgo 12 hours in your workbench to make it you know it's like yeah yeah that choice now makes everything really tough tough for sure and as as you said this to reiterate the mcx on paper might be the best gun but in practice because the ammo is so scarce or whatever uh the good ammo at least it's just it it makes this list so much harder which is honestly why my number one was so uh average you know what i mean it's like the best average gun across the board you can put so many different types of calibers into it or armored different bullets within that caliber to, to do different things except for flesh damage i wish flesh damage was stronger but yeah it's it's uh it's good i like it being nuanced it's, it's much sure. better now than it was before absolutely absolutely all right um so what do you want to do now giga i think we're we're a bit over on time yeah I think we're a bit over on time i think we're just gonna have to have to, to call it there Okay. The only, I guess, the only thing like I did want to mention, I watched that one of Air Wing's shorts, which is super funny, and it was <laughs> yeah. just like, I, I can't like, he was just like, oh, there's two guys they got a call out for like some stupid rock on them, um, on lighthouse, and he's just like, hey, tower, he's like, I got two guys there, 550 meters away, the gun zero to like 450, because I think that's uh, as high as the scope <laughs> yeah. would go. He's just like, what, what holdover do I need? And he's just, I was just like, what gun, what ammo? And he's the, like, what does Eric say? I can't remember. He's like, T, he's like, T5000, T5000, like M80, or whatever. Yeah, T5000, yeah, T5000, M80, or something. He's just like, 0.8 of a mil, you know, 0.8 of a mil or whatever. And he like aims it there, just bump, headshot. It's like, insane. Honestly, insane. Tower, Tower's the legend. Tower's yeah. an absolute legend. Like, I was, I was blown away. I was actually blown away. It's so, so nuts. It's so nuts. Yeah. Oh gosh, that was it. I just I had to I had to talk about it because I saw that one. And I was I, just like, wow, I'm telling. I really need to like get on air wing. I was like, they need to do. We need to like broaden that out. Like I was thinking, you take tower, you guys go sniping, and then you just bring three different snipers, 
and you know you basically run tower through the course you know shooting at targets and then yeah and that would be the short anyways yeah. all right cool well, i enjoyed this cast hopefully you all did as well it was a lot of fun doing this and uh yeah maybe we'll do more stuff like this in the future yeah sounds, sounds good i think it's a good idea i think it's a good idea well done church it was, def- it was your idea and you brought it up so <laughs> kudos to you yep and thanks again everyone who tunes in for the podcast the comments the feedbacks it's all much much appreciated and uh yeah with that we'll close it out and we'll see you all next week see you guys later